Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here at the Shane Oliver Experience, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, the Turrbal and Yagara people. We pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging Sovereignty was never ceded. Hey, hello. Hello. This is actually take two this time, but fuck it. Welcome to another episode of the Shane Oliver Experience. I have with me Tegan hello. of Being Jane Lane. <laughs> Hi. I know. It's, Hello it, again. It sounds like a cold start for everybody else, but fuck, we just like uh, about eight, ten minutes worth, and I look at this. I look at the laptop screen, and I fucked up and didn't have the fucking. I didn't have the microphones recording. It oh, I was so mad. That's well, okay because I, I needed a toilet break anyway. Yes, it worked out, <laughs> and you were exactly right too. Like you were like fucking five ten minutes, and I'm out the yeah. loop. I'm already gone. I guarantee you. Tiny yeah? brother. So you were you were spot on with the money then. Yeah, anyway, really. how are we? Still good. Yes. Still good. <laughs> yeah, good as yeah. So very nice to be here. Yes. Thanks for asking. Me. Yes. No. Thank you for coming yeah. on. Like I was super stoked that you said yes as well as yeah. I am with everyone. But yeah, I just you guys have always sort of been on the in my eyes anyway on the cusp of just you, you've a very big band like and you're getting very very well noticed as well and you're playing big shows and good and good notoriety and, and like you always think that. You better jump, for me anyway, oh, I better fucking jump on that bandwagon and interview them before they get too big and they don't <laughs> yeah, have time, right. you know? Because yeah. you just never know as well. Like one minute you could just be slugging it out doing what you're doing and the next minute you're playing stadium shows. Yeah. You know, it's so, if you're slugging it out. That'd be nice. It would be. It would be. I'm sure I'll still have time anyway. We'd all still have time for you, mate. Well, yeah. <laughs> And that's one of the best things I love about um, the Brisbane scene too is that most generally most people are like pretty keen to fucking get Isn't on and have a cool? chat. You know, it, yeah. it's it, as shitty as the place can be sometimes. The people kind of do make it uh, hard to leave. Right. You know, because right you feel like you could go elsewhere and enjoy and do what you want to do and stuff, but it's yep. always hard to leave your mates and there's, yeah. there's a lot of them here that are that are very tight-knit, you know. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's why I'm, I'm from the Gold Coast and I moved here only three years ago and I'm like, even peop- the people are why you stay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. it's hard to get around this place. It's hot. There's no fucking beach anywhere. Like you got to travel to get to yeah, it as well. 20 <laughs> minutes to get anywhere you need to go. Like yeah, it's yeah. a it's a fucking hassle. Yeah, it can it's be. beautiful though, like in so many ways. But it's a city, and that's just a city. It's got layers, like a cake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's not like a cake. I feel like a cake is all pretty sweet. 
It depends on like what a city is like a. It de- yeah, like you, you. Well, yeah, especially if you're eating a cake, you don't want to have a shit part in the middle. No, of it and then yeah, a good part, the part that tastes shit. But I'm like, there's always a part that tastes shit inside a city. There's just like an off seed. <laughs> there's or a something layer that, of city that tastes shit. There's a part that wasn't cooked properly. Yeah, it <laughs> was overcooked. Yeah, <laughs> you also uh uh, besides being Jane Lane as well, uh, but we will get back onto that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also uh, are a radio announcer for Four Triple Z as yes. well. Uh, yep, yep, I do that. Uh, uh, I'm it not was, qualified. Uh, <laughs> but I'm is like, it her apologies or uh, uh, no apologies? No apologies. Yeah, yep. The exact um, opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely not. That's um, fair. No, that that uh, ha- that one's been going for about a year or so uh, now, hasn't yeah. it? Um, yeah, actually, I think so. We just got onto the new grid, so I I assume it's a year. I'm yep. like really the unorganized one in the group of us. Yeah, that does the show. Uh, Danny does all, does all the work, oh, <laughs> and I yep. have I have one like segment in there that is called Babe of the Week, and I like look up a. a woman trans non-binary person from history or now that's like doing something arty or you know cool and then just like do a little profile on them okay so that's that's my section that's what you do okay because i think i I saw a post recently i can't remember the artist name but so that was that was you who chose that yeah who chose that and like looked up the information yeah right yeah (laughs) correlated it the worst thing you want to do is put up something that's not like it's the wrong hyperlink or whatever oh yeah it's just Oh, yeah, me. posting so, stuff is a bit like anxiety-inducing, I think, and that's why I don't oh, like to do a lot it? of it. Yeah, yeah, oh. I don't do a lot of it personally. Like I've, I feel like I've only just become comfortable with like posting pictures on Instagram. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like it gives me anxiety. I always second guess myself. Yeah, about I making overthink a post. everything about. I'm just like, what? Just nah. I, I do. Just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I oh, do this. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I do this as well, and I always think, "Fuck!" Like I, I know I have to do it, and I want to do it, but then I'm just thinking to myself, "Fuck! I've got to do this," and then like overthink it, and I'm like, "Fuck! I don't even like." I like to promote and and talk about it and get people on and have a chat, sure. but but the whole Other promoing side, it, like right. I'm, I, I'm it's the dark side of doing these things. Yeah, yeah. You know how there's always uh, those kind of jobs where you walk in and it's like this office building, and they're all like like standing around in a circle and they're mm. all like chanting before they go out to do their work and shit. <laughs> and it's usually Does that like, happen? yeah. Okay. I've never I worked was, in I'm, an office building before, so I'm, I wouldn't know. I'm basing this off uh, one of these job trial things that I went to go and do once. Right. You know how you it see those. Culty. <laughs> it really is. I feel dude. like that's it what is. happens in business now. They just this, make cults. This was totally a pyramid <laughs> scheme though. Yeah, this, that's it was a pyramid, it. Scheme, uh, pyramid scheme job. And like so, surf life saving. If you ever see those people doing the the donations for it, right? Stay away. About they'll take your soul. (laughs) Any any chance that there's probably about an eighty percent chance that those two have never done it in in their life. Yeah. Never done surf life saving. Yeah. They're, oh, or yeah. They're right? not actual surf life right. savers. They're actually like some sub company that, that does it on behalf oh, of yeah, surf yeah. life saving. Yeah. Because it's like a job for people to be on there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's you, a strange job. And you earn money based off the amount it's of like sign ups. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. there's not even really a base pay half the time. No. I did a job trial I, for this. I lasted one hour and I came back to the office and I said, Fuck this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it like, right off. I don't know how people end up doing that job every other day. 
you must make a lot of money if look if you in a little bit of time you've and that's the thing they're they're the kind of people the ones that do really well in those jobs are the ones that consistently post about love yourself extreme people people yeah yeah kind of like you know like the the health products and shit that people do as well Mm, like mm. it's a similar concept right where you um sell like what? What's one that I'm thinking of? Like your health or some shit like that, right? Where the uh, the more people that you sign up to it, mm. and then get them getting the the more the benefits supply. you get, exactly right, yeah. and then it trickles down. Sure, through, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's the whole down, definition really. of a pyramid scheme, basically. Right on, so. Yeah. It's like it's that, that. Have you seen? There's documentaries out about this exact thing. It's like um, the place or whatever the group was called Nexium, and they basically invited you in to excel at life and give you courses on how to do so like make your business better be a better person and then there's levels and like leaders and you have a little sash that gets like you know like basically like a karate belt that you wear around your neck it's so culty and it was a cult it ended up you got it like you can watch this shit on fucking stan or netflix oh it was stan anyway yeah i've only got netflix oh isn't that the way you gotta have yeah but yeah yeah i reckon like you gotta have netflix as like the only standard that's like general television television now but it, everything else it is a absolutely bonus. is yeah yeah um but uh yeah watching this thing this it's, it's a f- it's a cult yeah <laughs> 100% oh. cult and then it ended up being like branding like these it was ended up being a sex cult where women were like masters to other women and they all just served this one guy whose name i can't remember for the life of me now but he um thought he told them that all that he was like a genius and like a uh uh, he he was like concert pianist and you know all these things and he they just loved in him is that the guy on him is that (laughs) i think his name is that the guy that ended up like gassing them all or killing no 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 no. you know the one i'm thinking of though uh yes i think so um there was a it was the kool-aid guy Uh, you know is that guy i can't think of his name uh brian jones jones Uh. jones brian jones uh, Alex Jones. Ale- no, yeah. uh, no, Alex Jones is the pot. Uh, not the, is he podcast guy? He's yeah, the he's the crazy far guy. right. Yeah. Oh, Info Wars. Info Wars. Yeah. Oh my god, I watched that when I was so young, so too young. <laughs> I was going to say like. It sounds like you got out at the right time. Oh, absolutely, were, I did. Absolutely. Yeah. I, oh, I watched. Uh, I because I've yeah, I've watched like podcasts and stuff. I watch a podcast of Joe Rogan as mm. well because I was like, now he's not cool as well. I don't know. I I used to listen to him, and then like when all this COVID shit started going hectic, and his his view on it was, was just really yeah, skewed, and, right. and like I I even thought like because obviously people are like, oh, did you copy his name or like for your podcast idea? And it's like, what is it? Fuck you. Oh, his is it's Joe a Joe Rogan experience, oh, right? right? Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I didn't actually. I've told yeah. this story before. Like yeah. me and Acid Matt. Um, you thought yeah. about it yourself. Yeah, no, yeah. he Acid Matt wanted me to call the band that we were starting up, the Shane Oliver Experience, and I'm like, right. fuck that. No, I don't want to call it by yeah, my own name. Yeah, so that's a as a homage to him, I was like, yeah. I'll name my podcast instead. After yeah, that's that, cool. You know, that's and a, it's a good name mm, for a podcast. We we <laughs> ended up well because uh, it was like an idea that I came up with. I wanted to do like a Simpson themed thrash band, so I called the band um, Get Bent, nice. and like. Had a logo and everything for it, and then that fuckhead went moved down to Melbourne, and then like the whole plans fell through, and then life changed. And I'm right. like, fuck, man, that right. would, it would have been so much fun. I, st- I, but I can't remember half the songs that I wrote, which sucks. I got to pick up the guitar cool. again. Yeah, yeah definitely, so, just for that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'd, I'd love to start that up again. But yeah, so his views started getting mm, really sort crazy. of skewy, yeah, and, and like was like, you know, you need to open places up. Like he always, he'd been saying that, and like very far out, and it's like, well. You understand that 
in order to contain this thing, you need to shut up your fucking businesses and isolate because it spreads like no man's business. Mm. Look at the countries that have done really well at it. Mm. And uh, the eight minutes that were unreleased and non-recorded, we were talking about this before, where we're a very... We're a very lucky country right now uh, in the sense that a lot of places everywhere else in the world uh, aren't doing so well in no, terms of containment. suffering. Because the places that are doing well did a hard lockdown. Sure. Every time there was a massive breakout of it, they did mm-hmm. a hard lockdown. It yeah. fucking sucked. Mm. But look where we're at now. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's, the, uh, it's the end result. People are so impatient that they have to stir up this yeah. fucking bullshit and yeah. trouble about it. And unbelieving too. Yeah. Like so untrusting of the word of like the health organization over their president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Or, and I'm like, it's the kind of the same thing here. Like people have their own ideas about what's. It's been the it's been the good. what the fourteen it's been fourteen months of misinformation. Mm. That's all. Well, this I've, is what, like Alex Jones. I always oh, he's I always say worst. Trump is like literally just watched too much Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's we got they, they got a president who'd watched you know too much fake news, yeah. actual fake news, and then yep. started calling the real news fake news. And you can understand what he's saying to a degree, but mm. ultimately you you can't be like spreading lies and. <laughs> Like misinformation as like when you're in that position, you can do it anywhere else if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And they do. Everybody, there's companies that do spread misinformation and they get profit from spreading misinformation. They get slaps on the wrist when they get caught out for it as well. Yeah, because the the internet is a crazy, crazy place to be. Like there is, it's not of our world. It's a completely different world where information is... Uh, so easily accessible, but also is very easily, <laughs> you know, manipulated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, trying to explain a, a, a funny meme or something to my to my parents, yeah. uh, they're looking at it, they'll just be like, what the fuck? I made this meme up the other day. I was pretty proud of it, actually, and it was on Australia Day. I made it. Uh, invasion Day, sorry. Uh, but it was, I say that because I was in The Simpsons. You know where this this hippie guy that's standing out the front of this building and he's, like, singing a happy song, like, clouds go make me happy? <laughs> and then this, like, everyday local just walks up and punches him square in the face. And then so I, I changed it where it was uh, him about to start singing Australians. Right. And then someone <laughs> fucking smacking him in the face. Solid so I, I, was, I was pretty proud about that. And, you know, it's I showed I showed my mum that and she's like, I don't get it. Yeah. I'm like, are you not keeping up with the times? Yeah. Like everyone, yeah. this whole thing. like, And yeah. I, I try and help her. I feel like memes are the definition of a picture paints a thousand words. Like, and if you don't get it, you don't get it. What a fucking culture, though. Yeah, you, it's you, incredible. I watched, I remember watching something a long time ago where they talked about emojis and how that may become the language of the future. Oh, Because there's a lot oh. of emojis that just replace words and emotions, you know. I... Like, Oh, I I don't know if it, I guess I'm just really, I wouldn't, I don't like that term old school, but like <laughs> I don't use a lot of emojis or emotion right. things when I'm just messaging, yep. right? Unless it's just like yeah. a lot, like, you Do know, you see you soon, love that? heart. Sometimes, <laughs> um, you know, it, it can lead to miscommunication sometimes yeah. where I'm just like pretty chill about something. Ass, mate. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Do and it. it's like. <laughs> But then I got, but then, but then I think to myself, maybe I should start using a bit more like smiley faces and shit. But like half the time, I'm like, I don't feel like that. Like, 
why do I need to put that? Yeah. Like, I'm getting my point I across. I think that the way that um, we're sort of forced to interact with our phones is a bit scary because I'm the same. Like, I don't always put emojis in my thing, but it doesn't mean I'm not, you know, like it doesn't mean I'm mad at you or yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? It just means I wrote a message. Yeah. <laughs> I relayed the information through text and machine. I, I do get it. Like on, on the one hand I get it and then on the other I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck? And Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, that's cider. Mate, it's good. it'll yeah. get you. I'm surprised yeah. I'm not doing the same. Yeah. Oh, it's it's probably because see, I have I don't, pee. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> you focused elsewhere. Yeah. It, I don't I don't really drink that much anymore these days as well, so yeah. that's probably why. I during that lockdown, I stopped drinking because I, I like drink it like a fish most of the time but now i'm just yep. like hey, especially when you're out of shows and shit yeah too. absolutely you're at a live yeah. venue and there are pubs half the time um half the time yeah i would say 98 percent of the time true yeah because yeah. there's sometimes there's a an a aa shows or yeah, a park or somewhere, show or somewhere yeah, where you somewhere can't random. drink random yeah yep. it's very random. they go hand in hand alcohol and music which is like a thing definitely a thing they do i you know when was the last like skate show that was played like at like Coop skate park or something like that. I couldn't tell you. Do I look no, like a skater though? No, like, no. Ask? But I mean, like, I was because I was. I just had a memory in my head of like thinking about like when you said playing at the park and shit. And the right. last park show that I went to was at Coop's. Yeah. And it was um, uh, leftover crack did a sneaky show right yeah. before they played a crowbar. They yep. managed to get out there and play there, and that was that was really fucking cool. And that was the last skate show. Like skate park show, it just got. All, they had the PAs. They brought a power generator. We would think like the half, half the time there, we're just all thinking, "Fuck, we could get a, like a complaint or whatever, and we'll get shut down." Like that was yeah. a whole th- that was a whole thought. But like we managed to stick it out for like a few hours, yeah, and like no cool. one no one bitched or anything, which yep. is really cool. Yep. And like that was like four five years ago now. Yeah, I can't remember the last one that happened. I'm like, fuck. Maybe it's that, been that long. Maybe it has. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I could be out of the loop too. Somebody, yeah. anybody, if if you do yeah. listen to this, tell me because I want to know the shit. One, bit went one time to one thing at, on the Gold Coast. So this is I've only lived yeah. in Brisbane for three years, and I think Pizzy Park is the place that people do the shows down there. Yeah, I could be wrong about that. I've been there one time because I did roller derby, and we went there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I've heard about this place before. So when you moved up from. The GC to here was were you when when did being Jane Lane start was it when you moved up to Brisbane no before that um oh jeez well because we've been going for what I think I think we calculated as almost seven years now so that would be so, 2014 2015 mm, something like that yeah okay yeah so that's oh well we started in the in the end like September of 2013 yeah um was like the first time that I think I started like. Because they had, um, I was doing my own thing before that. Like I had like a band already and um, I saw being Jane Lane's Facebook profile pop up on my feed and it had a friend of mine in there, um, Linda, who I was like, that's cool. I was stoked for it. It looked like a cool band. Like they were all together. It was basically Linda, Louise, Kayla, and then this gal, Kat. And I was like, I want to be in that band. Like, why mm-hmm. aren't I in that band already? Yeah. And I'm like, a week, uh, like, uh, not long after I saw that, Linda messaged me and was like, uh, are, you, are you still in your band? Are you still doing your band? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm definitely still doing that. She's like, oh, cool. 
And I'm like, cool, have a good night. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then that's like that's like the old like, hey, what are you up to? Oh, yeah. not much. Yeah. Okay, good. Cool. Nice yeah, chat. Nice yeah. chat. Yeah. <laughs> see ya. And then um, Louise messaged me like I think a couple of hours later and was like, hey. My guitarist just messaged you, but she was too scared to actually ask you or something <laughs> like that. And um, we just want to know if you want to come down and like, do an audition or something. And I was like, yeah, cool. I'd be so keen for that. <laughs> but just like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I think chill. I can I make think it. I have yeah. time, you know, in my busy schedule <laughs> to just pop that in. And then, yeah, they, they had like a rehearsal in Burley somewhere and it was like a shed and went there, didn't do anything. They sent me a song, I think, that ended up being Let's Get Laid. And I, I didn't. I think I, maybe the next one. Uh, my memory is disgusting. <laughs> shit to shit. But uh, I did nothing. Is the main point. I did nothing. Yeah. I stood there and I, I, I sang in one of my songs, and then they were like, "You're in," and they took photos, and <laughs> that was it. I was like, "All right, cool." And then I actually like wrote a song and stuff, and they actually enjoyed it. So I was like, "Yeah, actually oh, made that's it incredible. in." But they, I didn't even know. I didn't do anything. But I was just like standing there watching. There's photos of it, me just standing against the wall, being like. You know, <laughs> so that, so they didn't really get any gauge of what you sounded like. Oh or no, because anything, I think or? I think I may have had already some music on the internet somewhere as the band that I was like, like I did my own write my own music acoustic in my bedroom bandit style. What what was that called? Um, Anonymous one? Club. Anonymous Club. Yeah, cool. which I named after. Well, I had a few names. It was called me, like Tegan Laplastria, and yep. then it was called. Um, the howl. The howl. <laughs> yeah. Um, that sounds very emo. Yeah, Tell me, the riot. Is, like, was it? No. Well, yeah. I'm like, it's not. Like, my the music is quite uh, melancholy, acoustic stuff. Yeah. So it's a bit, you know. And I really like the sound of the wolf howling and I'd thought about it at the time. And it was a real lame reason to call it The Howl, but that's yep. what I did. But apparently other people have that name. Yeah, There's no other shit. bands called The Howl already. So I was like, I'm not gonna, I can't really do that. Seriously, then, seriously sorry, I didn't mean Yeah, to you're right. right. Um, like, how often is it, though, when you name and get a band name that someone else doesn't already have it, though? What are the chances that's it. these days? Right. There's like so many band names. And they even just have that, what is it, band name generator. So be, people actually be naming their bands like after these names that the generator has because it's like whatever. It's, There's just, and band names yeah. are freaking ridiculous yeah. anyway. Like some of the best, like, one of the coolest bands in the world, if you like like that, it's called Pearl Jam or Green Day or you know what I mean. Well, they're fucking stupid names. When you really like say it over and over, if to you yourself think about again, it, really, yeah, like yeah. you just keep. There's a few. There's only a few band names that are actually cool. Like most band names are pretty shit. I I always like. When, when I see them, like, I'll say it out to myself and I'll be like, fuck, yeah, that's sick. But if I keep seeing it, like, if I really look at it for a long enough time and I read the name and I just look at it and I'm like, He's this like, doesn't seem nah, right. yeah. Like, it yeah. just has a weird... It's like, got a weird vibe would, now. Like, who would fucking... Who thought of that? Exactly. And like, yeah. And, and just the, the, the passage in the head. But yeah. I also, like, in the same breath, like, I, I like writing lyrics and shit as well when I get the, the brain space for it. Mm-hmm. It, it. It's fun to, like, especially, like, the whole concept idea. Like, the last time I... I did ages ago, like I wrote like a concept story sort of thing and I turned it into like a, like in my head, like I had like an eight song EP sort of thing sure. that I wrote and it was like pretty much like what every fucking band does in, in one way or another is like the end of the world or some shit like that. But like it's talking through the eyes of like you, like not me or, 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 um, 
this other it's character, a random individual. Like, it, it's actually you. Like I'm telling the story through your eyes, uh, not mine, not not anybody else's. It's yours. So you're as if to make it feel like you're the one going through this experience. Sure. You know, and it was just basically the end of the world. But like people have started going crazy, and then over the course of time, they're getting really demonicish, and then you're pretty much having to save yourself. And then it's it, it's kind of like a zombie esque feel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. But I can't remember the, how, how it ended. But I had like, it was like the first two songs were about what was happening. Mm. And then like in the middle part, it was like um, understanding what had happened and what the next steps are. And then the crescendo basically was like, well, it turns out, we're fucking doomed anyway because <laughs> where we was, uh, where you are at this point, it's about to be uh, overrun, sure, and you've missed the last boat. Basically, right. it was almost oh, like that's like the last a thing. I, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, like and, and straight up, like not even a metaphor, like the last ferry to get out of this place that you're at before everything goes to shit and you're overrun and then it's blown up, uh, and then you're just there, like. <sighs> fuck i just yeah. went through all of that and it i i like that that idea of like and that's not to say that i don't appreciate uh, like when you put an album together is that and it's kind just a whole of bunch nihilistic of shit. that was way? i was i was young when i wrote that as well pessimistic um, <laughs> when i wrote that i was a lot younger and a lot more nihilistic pessimistic and nihilistic <laughs> about shit like fuck the world fuck your god yeah, all that there shit is no good uh you get older, uh, you get a little more laid back, I guess, and realise. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you, you can't live that way forever. And I, and I can't be like that around And you take things a lot too. more personally when you're younger, I think. You do, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a good way to kind of like shape a lot of your views in a way as well. But like as you get older, you can kind of understand and like actually dissect it rather than just get sucked into it and like, think that's all it's the be yeah. all end all you know yeah i can't be like that around my kid you know He's, no i don't want definitely to, can't. i don't want him to be the next alex jones no i don't want him to be the next no. fucking scotty from marketing no. i don't want him to be any of that you have to give children hope there is no other way i don't yeah i don't recommend telling children about the end of the world no <laughs> no I, but i you think know. they can like honestly if there is unrest kids know about it anyway you know what i mean like especially yeah. if you got the telly on everybody's everybody's got a creative mindset in a way and it doesn't necessarily mean that what you are writing about at that point in time like say as my one as an example is the end of the world sort of shit i wasn't really i wasn't in a bad headspace when i wrote that mm. i was in a really good mood like i was writing music at the time like and i was just picking up yeah. a guitar and like getting really into it all and I just had this story in my head like after watching a couple of horror movies and I'm just thinking what if I kind of turned it into my own sort of thing and yeah, that's, that's, that's how I got you know that's, yeah. it, it was never like a fuck the world fuck this yeah like, no no it was just sad. like yeah doomsday scenario yeah sure. yeah you know just I, I thought in my head that it was just like me writing a, a film or a story or something like that but I'm putting in as I'm writing and I'm thinking of music in my head as, as to what would go with the flow of the words oh sure, yeah and, every, but that's the thing. Everybody's different, you know. Like you guys, for example, uh, Savage Sunday. Um, is there a common theme to that, or is, <laughs> you know, I didn't pick what up on that. What common theme do you think there is? <laughs> um, I mean, like story-wise, that it's it's not a concept album or anything like that. No, it's just, it's, no it's a way. bunch of songs that every one of you's 
wrote together. Yeah. And they all tell a different point in time of what's happening. Absolutely. You know, they're, yeah. they're stories. A, the but album itself is not really a linear listening experience. It's, I don't know that a lot of music is done that way these days because you can't, it's not profitable to just, you know, and I'm like, and that sounds fucking, I hate talking about profit and music because I do it because I love it, but ultimately it costs money to do. So you need to make some back and making albums. People just don't listen to music the same way that they used to. You listen no. to singles one thing at a time and you have to keep that ball rolling to some degree or another. So I think that more, Albums are basically like a almost some like a de- I suppose depending on what you're doing and mm-hmm. you know whatever they can ultimately just be a collection of the fucking singles that you've brought out in the year, right? You know? Yeah, and then maybe and one for, or two new ones. Yeah, that no and then that's basically what Savage Sunday was, and like where that's that, and it 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 came that way for us too because a lot of our writing and rehearsing and recording became so disjointed. Mm-hmm. Like that album we. It took us over a year to get done, Mm -hmm. which is ridiculous considering the songs were all written, but also we did it and then we had to start again. So we had like, we had a drummer change in that time. So I'm like, that's why it took so long. And I feel like ultimately too, there was no way it was going to be like any, it wasn't a thing that was thought about uh, before. Like it was kind of like, we got to write an album. And then we're like, fuck, we've got songs, so let's just pick a few yeah. and chuck them in. And so it's and like... And so Savage Sunday is your debut album, but you'd right already on. had... You'd already had, we had an e- two EPs. I think we called one a demo, but it was really just an EP. I'm like, we didn't really give it and to you anyone just, for like... And you released it and you just put it out there. You didn't think about like, a, oh, we need to put an EP out. You no, yeah, we just had recorded. songs and went, what could we afford to record, <laughs> basically? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it comes down to. Because when you first... Um, How many hours can we spend in the fucking recording? studio what money do we have to do that i feel like a lot of the uh, there's a very small amount like this is just my view obviously i'm not some fucking believe everything i say i'm not any of that bullshit but You'd be alex you, jones you know, then wouldn't you i would be <laughs> and i can't stand that shit i'd be the next joe rogan oh, i couldn't yeah. give a fuck about that yeah like, yeah it definitely I, pushes oh, it a man. bit far you know it, it it's a, just a just i i like i said earlier like i just like to go off common sense if it seems like it's legit I don't know. Maybe just do a bit of reading about it yeah. first before you get behind it, and sure. then and then a lot of things can be interesting but not true. <laughs> exactly, you know. And also to get into the mindset of what the other reader would be thinking, you know. Like every now and then, I like to read a couple of Fox News articles, especially mm. about the American shit going on right now. And oh man, they are in a different world. Like just that Fox brand of news and, and 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 source of material that they they that they put Highly out to unreliable. people. Not just that, but it's it's it, like we were talking before. It's fucking culty. Yeah, like the, just the way that they spread the shit, right? Yeah, and and, and it's been proven that most My of it's been. My favorite is how you see there's always like a buzz phrase that happens in something mm. hoax. Yeah, or there's like a yeah, I can't even think of one because I'm a freaking journalist. But they always have like a three word phrase to explain a situation, like um, uh. I don't know. They call it yeah, like a like you say it'd be like a uh COVID an extreme lockdown killing lingers. spree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'd be like an extreme killing spree. Ultimately, that was my example ultimately. Yeah. But um yeah, and then the next station says the exact same thing. So everyone's branding this situation as something of what it is. Like, you know, we've decided that we're gonna call this and it's usually 
a little bit um, dramatic in a way. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. um, labels something as like ex- like extreme, basically, and then it just is across the board. And you see five different channels using the exact same phrase, and that's like the same thing when they have serial killers. Is like they'd be like they they like a wave of uh, a wave of like horror or terror across mm-hmm. the town, and everyone's like it's a wave of horror across the town. You know, like it's five different channels saying the exact wave same of thing. Horror, wave yeah. of horror. You know what I mean? Like, oh, do you remember the, oh, the? It's a horrible thing, but like the the Brisbane floods or whatever, right? Yeah, they had inundated. A yes, inundated. They had a drinking game yeah. out of that, like, and as sad it's, as it was, absolutely, and, and fucking and the up one, for everyone. I know it was fucking a sad. My birthday yeah. happened over that time, and I remember just lying on the couch watching all the floods roll in, yeah. and they were talking about the the other one was the wall of water that happened when the inland. It was an inland oh, tsunami. Those yeah, two, yeah, yeah. Uh, up at Toowoomba, but. Mm-hmm. Like again, that is fucking insane, though. Right? You're up on a hill Absolutely and there's water insane. coming up. Like, I couldn't even like write. A, like, what else are you gonna say about it, really? Yeah. But, but those were the those were the the ones the catchphrases that the you buzzwords. Heard yeah. Weeks. Yeah. yeah. But that's the whole thing. The news is just like filled with that shit. It's insane. Yeah. It's just. But it's all just. It's to te- it's to grab you emotionally, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it grabs at your fucking feelings. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Then you're, like, you're oh, like, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be listening. Can't believe up, you said that. Up. Or yeah. you know, like, oh, he makes me so mad. Like he's yeah. t- talking porkies or whatever. Like right. in one way or another, you're reacting. Yeah, and you react mm. quickly and extremely. It's in your mind whether or not you put that out there. You'd be like, oh, some people, you know, be they see something, then they feel, and then be, you know, like they just automatically. This information now is there becomes their belief, yeah, and then now they spew it out to somebody else, and that's the thing. I don't think there's a lot of filtering happening between getting the information and then regurgitating it out to say friends, family, co workers, or whatever. It's and then you end up with a lot of really crazy ideologies, and crazy is such a yeah, it's a dumb word to use, but mm. I'm like everybody's crazy. Like, yeah, everybody's crazy. Well, ultimately, I'm like, yeah. you're like, don't call it crazy. I'm like, everybody's crazy, so why not? I think everybody's gay too. But yeah. <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> crazy gays. Someone's someone's been gay at some point in their life. I think everybody's had at least one gay thought. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. I have. Yeah. Why not? Cool. Me and you both. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm generally gay, so I'm like, I've had yeah. straight thoughts, and that's where I base <laughs> my opinion. I'm like I'm everybody's s- gay because everybody's straight. I'm straight. Had, everybody's up. Everybody's down. I'm straight. Yeah. I don't. I don't give a. I don't give a fuck what what you choose to identify as, as long yeah. as you're happy. That's yeah. all that matters, and it's right? Consensual. And you know, like I'm a straight dude. I've thought about butt shit. Like fucking yeah, whatever. I, like, I thought about butt shit. You know. Yeah. But I haven't done it because that's not what I'm down for. Yeah, but who not gives what you're a shit? Up to right now. You know. Yeah. Five years times, you might you might be really into the butt shit. I've I've stroked a man's beard or two and give yeah. him a kissing on the lips and shit like that, you know? But that's about as far as huh. I've gone. Yeah, cute. You know? But, Same. like, that's... <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Once or twice, maybe. <laughs> when I'm really drunk, yeah, you know? Yeah, right. I just can't help myself sometimes, you know? <laughs> I just got to remember... <laughs> we got to see how it... What people actually like about this shit. Yeah, that's it. You got to know. That's what I feel like. Curiosity is yeah. at least curiosity. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. So does a lot of your music uh, rely on a... a like on a common theme about that in general, or is it no. just he- everything like what um, you're feeling? I think generally, I don't. 
It's I really hate explaining what my songs are about and envy people who have like a solid idea of what they wrote about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this song is about this and the lyrics express this. But to me, mine is really sort of abstract, like oh, it could as be feelings, emotions, and words. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, like it's it, not even about me. It could be a one really minute moment in right. your life, exactly, or a moment in a somebody else's song. life, something I've observed or understood, or um, I don't know anything really. Just lots of it's most it's emotionally based, which mm. is it's basically yeah. But I'm like, oh, I I don't I can't really explain it myself because I don't sit down and be like, I'm gonna write a song about this. And yep. then write a song about it. I kind of just write songs like, I don't even, it sounds stupid, but I kind of wait for them to happen to me. <laughs> I don't the, the scenario, like say you've thought about it and then when yeah. it does happen to you, you're like, now I can justify writing it or like I feel like I have some sort of connection to it. Yeah, I feel like it's not even, yeah, I don't think about what I'm writing when I'm writing it. It mm. comes out like almost... Um, it's probably a really shit way to write <laughs> and relies too much on the ether. But I, a lot of the time just sort of have like, I play chords and then it's a lot of like, almost like speaking in tongues in a way. Yeah. A lot of mumbo jumbo and there's a melody and a general theme. Mm-hmm. And then the rest I sort of flesh out at another time. Is it something that you benefit more by playing and like jamming out as a group yep, or by, by yourself yeah well it depends a... really i think sometimes i get to a place with a song and then i'd be like give it over to the girls or the rest of the band to mm-hmm. sort of you know play around with and make something else out of um sometimes kate will come with some chords or phoebe will come with some chords and then i'll write over the top of that which is a lot harder but ultimately yeah a lot of the songs have if I'm going to write a song, it's come quite complete and then they just sort of add their stuff okay. to it. Because I know everybody's different and they have the, uh, you know. Yeah, everybody's some- got a different thing to do. Like everybody has a different fucking process of how they do things and whatever. Or different even like uh, meanings or reasons for doing it in the first place. You know what I mean? Like some people just like to write songs about, I don't know, like fucking doing stuff yeah (laughs) it could be about drinking beers or going you know places or like uh you know i I envy the bands that can just write about nothing and make uh, a song out of nothing you know yeah um just yeah just getting on the grog and making a song out of that and talking about a scenario about that what happened and then just finding and just thinking about buzzwords like we were saying before about like and fun phrases yeah yeah that, and they end up usually being quite entertaining, which is cool. And I'm like, I definitely, yeah, I'm the kind of person who envies that because I'm like, I've never been that kind. The only, the mo- I think the most purposeful song that I've written that we've put out is um, probably Sailboat. I actually thought about uh, it's three different stories of people who are definitely not me, but I think they the stories in themselves encapsulates encapsulates some sort of emotion that I've felt in my life mm-hmm. of you know abandonment or rejection or feeling you know. Uh, most of there's been pretty melancholy fucking themes there yeah. ultimately, but yeah, that song in general is not a very upbeat song. It's a, like a heavy, yeah, sort of more yeah darker sort of song. But um, yeah, like I definitely didn't live the experiences that I've written about. It's more the emotion behind it. I find 
that a lot of my songs make sense more after the fact than they do at the time. So I'll, I've written okay. songs and I'll listen back and I'll be like, wow, that's way more relevant to my life now than it felt like it was at the time. So in a way, like subconsciously, you were writing a song that would relate to you in a way without even realising yeah. sort of thing. and like the, was- the general, like, w- like the wording or whatever may not be specifically related to me, but, or, yeah, but ultimately there's it's all it is about me in some way shape or form but not about me yeah yeah because i'm like i couldn't write about something that i haven't experienced you mm-hmm. know like i think if you're gonna do that it'd be a pretty shit song like yeah and it, i guess contextually as well it depends about what you're writing about too if it's like really kind of a subject that you shouldn't be fucking talking if about you've not like, experienced it yeah then yeah, yeah don't you know do like it. a certain Absolutely. serious sort of subject out there like yeah, if you haven't experienced I mean, yeah. it don't yeah don't, don't. try yeah, it's not your fucking place. No, you know? yeah. And like I wouldn't get up there's and plenty who probably would. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't get up and write songs about the women's body, you know, because cool. what yeah, the exactly. fuck? Because you don't have one. Yeah. No, I got no fucking idea. No, right? You exactly. Know? So who gives a shit? Like, why would I anyway? It wouldn't be for. Yeah, like, you wouldn't know about it, so it'd be like, yeah, what would be the idea behind that? Like, why the fuck am I singing about that? Like, you'd yeah. be as a listener going, "What the fuck are you talking about, dude?" Yeah. Like, write shit you, that you be, should I know about. I think there'd be some sort of like. Way that you could that would make it cool, like yeah, some perspective you could take that would make it interesting. So that, whether it. or not it'd be accepted, or <laughs> thought it to I, be. I think in one way know. or another, I'd be telling the line and probably not. Yeah, not a good idea. Yeah. You know, maybe you, w- you wouldn't know what angle to take to make it okay, no. or not even okay, or to make it even interesting at all. Yeah, is the facts exactly? Yeah, what you're right about. I don't know. It's not. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's a good idea to write about just, things you don't know about. Yeah, just, all I got is boobs. You know. Yeah, so. that's why I'm like ultimately like uh, I don't really write um, lots of like political things at mm-hmm. all because I don't know shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I have my own thoughts and stuff, but I'm like I don't know how much basis they lie in because I don't like read a lot about it. So I'm mm-hmm. like I have this and that or whatever, and you can see visceral <laughs> stuff. You know, there's stuff that you can just see from the outside. It's shit or not shit yeah but it, ultimately yeah i'm like yeah i wouldn't write about that shit because i'm like that's the thing because we were in a punk genre people write about this and that way to get it get it get you know absolutely people kind of expect you to have some sort of something to say about something and i don't i have stuff to say about yeah. more mine's definitely the stuff that i write about is a hundred percent more emotional based than anything yeah like and i mean unfortunately as well like for, for you girls too is that when you, you your audience as well is a lot more like loving and homely to the transgender and non-binary people mm-hmm. and 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 all of them out there and it still sucks though that even 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 though that they're able to listen and relate through songs of of you guys that it's still sort of a contentious topic to some people like sure. it's it, it can be made political which yeah. it shouldn't be like mm. at the end again like when i was talking about the common sense uh, common sense aspect is why does it fucking matter to you right so why are you turning this political why mm. does this have to be a thing like mm. that they should be able to love who they want and be who they want to be why does it affect you sure because you know? um it sticks in my uh, isn't is it um holly volant or um you had the uh, yeah volley volley yeah. yes volley. You, you had her in you're, you're, I'm like now i've forgotten her yeah <laughs> fucking hell man right volley. um she was in the film clip for yeah volley uh, levant that's yes it. that's yeah, it yeah i'm like yeah. it didn't sound right when you said it no it didn't it was it was well and truly yeah. off yeah, yeah. 
Uh, she was in your film clip as well. Yeah. Uh, for great drag queen. Yeah. Best, best drag queen in Brisbane, if you ask me. Yeah. Right. Yep. I, I. It's not my world. You know, like no, it's not yeah, that's a thing. You know? It's a different world. Yep. But like again, I'm on the outside looking in, and mm. I fucking love it. Yeah, you know? like, it's definitely, and that's the thing about I think the uh, LGBT community has become, you know, across the world, just more a part of it. Basically, mm. it's normalized now to a degree where it's kind of lame to be straight. <laughs> like, it's got to that sort of ridiculous mode where you yeah. like, it's cool, like it's. Cool, like you got drag queens are some of the coolest people in the world right now. Like yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race is like making mm-hmm. millions, you know, when this person was fighting for their rights, you know, maybe 10, 20 years ago, maybe all the time, for all the time fighting for the rights. But you know what I right, mean? Like yeah. they have been doing this for a long time and now it's become to a different level of uh, awareness slash mm-hmm. acceptance in our world and society. I think the fact that everyone's able to to get this information a lot more easily as well, being online and the, the sure the you don't just have to media. listen to what your bigoted mum or dad has to say about it. Correct, yeah, and, and you didn't just have that. the one radio station or mm. the one TV channel. Mm. You know, yeah, to get exactly, all your information. exactly. Like, yeah, that's you, how you build yeah. up that. It's that so good and bad, era, isn't it? Yeah. That's how you build up that era of. Oh, like, and sorry, but like the older generation that when they get indoctrinated to this, stuck just in the ways, stuck yeah. in their ways yeah. of uh, what they used to or think, under- and their understanding of the, how the world works. And I think that's the thing about uh, everything is getting so segregated into like this and that, and this, even to the generations, like the mm. boomers, and this is the young people. Even, like, even just I like think it's not a good way to go too. if if you like you know if you're gonna be having like a peaceful society everybody has to sort of have their place mm. and I know that like the opinions of people are ridiculous at this point in time like so that the older generation yeah. seems like aliens <laughs> yeah. you're like how could you not understand you know like mm. the that it doesn't, you know, we, we're moving forward now. Like, we're mm-hmm. not going to stay here anymore. Yeah, like, there's, there's, there's no the point thing. turning around. Right. You you know? were, we, can't, we're not, we cannot go backwards anymore. And that's the thing. I think people get a bit upset about that. Making change is hard for, for people, human beings in general. It's hard. So I think that, you know, on an individual level, people can get, get behind a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But as a whole... It's hard for people to change. It's hard for human beings to make the change. And, like, that's a very good example. Like, that generation is Mm -hmm. stuck in this ideologies of how things need to be, should be, blah, blah, blah. Things that we found out, like, that doesn't work. Like, you know, know, with the 2.5 kids, white picket fence bullshit that was been spread through the years and you stay with your man till, you know, the end of days. That's sort of – that's a lifestyle and a culture uh, that is – being slowly eradicated from our world mm. because it doesn't work properly. No, and you know not, in the, like, not in the situation that we're in now too. No, it doesn't more fit more. with our world. Exactly. And you I'm know? like, and because for, for one example of why it doesn't work is like women work now. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not always going to be home to take care of their kids. And that makes, and that creates different kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The whole world is changing. The old people's perspective is that the whole world is a different place. Can't afford to have one person stay at home and do that. No, shit. that's right. Because the world goes 24 well. hours a day. It's um, very fast. <laughs> unless you're like earning bank, bro. Yeah. Like, which, you know, I'm not. Yeah, uh, no. so I wouldn't be able to do that anyway. Nah. Like I, I work full time outside yeah. of this as well, Monday to Friday sort yeah. of thing. But even still, like if once I have my own place and shit, like and I'm, if I'm still earning the same amount, which is happening 
probably in the next couple of months. Mm. Like I'm going to be living off noodles, you know, like, yeah. and I'm working full time. Yeah. You know, it's right. Crazy. Like it's going to be, yeah. hard. Like, I'm not legit. Like I will be able to feed myself a little yeah. bit more than just noodles. But when I have to start getting like more, you know, decisive yeah. on what I'm eating and, and sure. shit like that. It's and like budgeting. your budget is getting you know, yeah, you know, thin. and I'm yeah. going to have to make sure that I've got enough aside in case of an emergency. Choices. Yeah, because <laughs> of uh, my, my boy Jude yep. as well. So i got to think about like school and shit now as well too. Like, yep. it's Is it, just, is he in school yet? Not yet, okay. not yet, no. Um, just going on four and we're right. thinking about what the next step is, whether we want to try uh, like a, a daycare Montessori sort of thing like sure, that, one, yep. or, one or two days a week now and yep. then like have a look into what school I kind is. of think about it like puppy training (laughs) like you got to integrate them into like socializing with other kids and then school will be a nice transition for them (laughs) (laughs) that's my it is my basic thinking behind it you know i i still kind of like just look at myself though and just go how the fuck like and when i talk about this sort of shit too like thinking about like schools and shit i just think holy Fuck, man! Like I still have those. I like, oh my even god, how? A kid. No, like, how? How am I? Da- like, that's what I think about it sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, how the fuck am I? It would be so dad? terrifying you know, to be yeah. in charge of some other small being's life. <laughs> you know, you have to keep it's, it alive. <laughs> it, it's definitely helped with uh, keeping my head in check. Yeah. I know that. Like, yeah. if I ever felt like a meltdown, I always remember, like, yeah. my boy ain't gonna you like don't got that. Time you know, for that. yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I, if anything did kind of like go down, you'd. you'd You'd be like, well, yeah, no, something. He's definitely not in the right headspace, you know, because most of this time, that's that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm doing every avenue I possibly can to make sure that my head does stay mm-hmm. in place, yep. you know. Like, and it's incredible how much it doesn't. Maybe it isn't. Maybe I'm just like fascinated, but I'm like, ultimately, kids pick up so quick. Even yeah, if you'd be really like, yeah, do. no, everything's fine. They know. Mm. <laughs> they know. They know so much more than you think they do. Oh, I've, there's been they're crazy. There's hey, been a couple of I moments. Stop using that word. Yeah. <laughs> But it's That's true. That's a go to word. You don't need to worry yeah. about me saying cunt as a yeah. regular thing, but I'm going to drop it. <laughs> when there's a time and a yeah, place yeah, for it. Yeah, you said it once wasn't a. so bad. So yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, but I'll call everything em- crazy. Emphasis. Like, yeah. m- make a point. Make yeah. it worth it if you're going to yeah, say it. You know? use it like, yeah. yeah, otherwise, make don't it make it. Make it sting for a good reason. Don't, yeah. don't say it every fucking second nah. word. You know? Yeah. It's, it's one, of my mom, my, one of my mom's. I only have one mom. But my, <laughs> one of my mom's boyfriends. Um, he every second word was uh, he used fuck as a lot like I was like every second word he's like yep. every fucking word fuck blah, blah, blah. yeah I always thought that was interesting to me yep. and I'm like yeah I'm like there's I don't know if that's like they say that that's a, a, an intelligent thing mm. <laughs> oh if you swear so more much, yeah I oh. read that I'm like that doesn't seem right <laughs> no <laughs> like, I, I feel like there's so many more words in the dictionary that you could use to describe it does put an emphasis on things. Ultimately, though, I I think like if you're if you're like because I know exactly the type of person that you that you're talking about. Yeah, I don't think that makes you more intelligent. No, I, you know, like it's it, no, I don't think that you're yeah, the type that I'm talking. Like he wasn't. I don't think he was a very intelligent guy. Mm. <laughs> it yeah. was like he had definitely like he was good at stuff. But science tells me if you swear more, but yeah, yeah. So science tells me if you yeah. swear more, you're more intelligent. So yeah. swear more, ultimately, be maybe the internet's encouraging you to be more stupid. <laughs> that's there's that's also the a thought for to you, have though. maybe that's the, in one way or another the internet's 
fucking coming around to bite you oh back my in the God. butt, which yeah. is what it always yeah. does Have in one way or another. Have you seen the movie Wally? Uh, the robot, movie. yeah, the yeah, robot one, robot. a oh. long time ago. So good. I'm like, I don't have kids, but I watched that movie, and oh. I thought it was such a great comment on the future. I'm like, I'm gonna say that at some point, probably watched it. Yeah, I'll give Jude, you a look. A, in the future, basically everybody is overweight. They live in. The earth is in uninhabitable and they live in the sky now yeah. because they can't grow plants or whatever. But everybody's overweight and they just like ride around on these little like carts with like TV screens in their faces yeah. and they that's how they live. They don't live outside of the – they just constantly just like go through life with this TV screen in their face just like getting hovercraft Ooh. like a wheelchair scenario with no wheels. Yeah, Fuck that. Very interesting and like a kid's movie. Yeah, no, but I'm like mm. <laughs> ultimately you could see how all of these things could – you know, that's a possible future. Holy fuck, yeah. Yeah. It, it totally could be. Yeah. You know, and I'm like why do I feel like it would start in America? Because, uh, I don't know, everything, I feel like uh, America dictates a lot of whatever the fuck happens in the world. They're not really on a very high pedestal right now, are they? They're they're very open they to They got knocked the fuck off. Yeah. Probably a lot a long time ago, but I, free, I feel like the nail in the coffin was electing Donald Trump as your president. Oh, people knew as soon as it happened. I it honestly was, was shocked. I thought it was a joke the whole time. I was like, there's no way people are stupid enough to fucking get that guy in. I just like, there's no way. I, I just had more faith in the human He appeals to a race, lot. basically. He appeals to a lot of the Republican base because he just has, as they put it, doesn't have the same bullshit. Oh well, it's just doesn't have a filter. This is the thing about it: is like they, everyone. This is a time of change. They were voting for something that was different. Mm. Somebody giving a new perspective, not the same old fucking boring lingo. This mm. using the same jargon that nobody fucking understands. Just somebody who spoke to them on the same fucking level, mm. and that's all it took. It doesn't matter that he's a fucking racist multi-billionaire who takes everybody for fucking rides like mm. doesn't matter because you understood what he was saying and he was saying stuff that you watched as well on fucking Alex Jones or Joe yeah. Rogan you know oh. like oh I've heard that before and he's backing up my strange opinion about things that I didn't really research that hard into yeah. or I researched too hard into and got lost <laughs> I, oh, and that'd be like those people taking on the congress they'd be like I yeah they probably research too hard. It's funny that some of them not so much. Yeah, that's absolutely but others, true. Others come with like massive opinions. They mm. have opinions with backed up historical facts, and I'm doing <laughs> bunny ears right now. Then Emphasis on bunny ears. Yeah, absolutely. But this is what I mean. They come with these beliefs that they have read and mm -hmm. you know whatever, like looked up, and enough for them to feel as though the information that they have is right and true yep. and worth fighting for it's, it's terrifying <laughs> it's terrifying yeah. yeah and oh man it when you when when we it just reminded me as well uh i think it was yesterday or the day before what no it was actually on the weekend i was uh at garden city i was just doing a sneaky shop just getting a couple of things for jude because we want to um get him like actually riding on the skateboard and scooters and shit now. So I went and got him a, a, a bike helmet and some uh, wrist guards and all that shit. And as I was walking up to the escalator, I just walked up uh, through the car park with him and there was this RAV4 parked in the disabled spot. So, you you know, normally you don't think of anything like that, but it, it stuck out to me because it had two stickers on it. Uh, there was one little one on the right-hand side of it that was like the truth will set you free or something like that about freedom but then on the back of like the hub with rav4s they have like the wheel uh the spare wheel on the back of it sort of thing yeah. 
uh, it had a big black sticker, InfoWars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my first thought was, oh, yeah. oh I, I took a photo of it. some QAnon pills. Yeah, <laughs> I took a photo of it. But I, I was thinking to myself, if I wasn't with Jude, I would really, I would seriously consider hanging about and waiting to see who it is that gets Sure, to see that, see the, yeah. Because I know <laughs> what InfoWars kind of is about. Surely. You know? Yeah. So I'd like to know who it is that comes out and I'd just yeah, be like... Yeah, interesting so, to see. Hmm. Who knows I really want to see how your brain works, yeah, you know? Yeah, like I wanna, absolutely. I'll, you, you'd be like kind of half-hearted to like ask him a question and just see where yeah, things go. Yeah, you'd be like, what was the like, last episode of InfoWars that you saw? Yeah, like ha, do I really want to... <laughs> do I want to hear real crazy right now in real life rather than online or, yeah. you know, can I handle that? I would that? really like to, yeah, hear this person's... Imp- interpretation of the information they've been given on InfoWars. Because that I feel like they would have definitely been a person that would not have been like keen to wear a mask. You know? I yeah, feel I like feel like there's certain th- babies that do come along. I it's, with it's these just beliefs. it's just a it's just a subtle, you know, yeah. like a subtle I thing. Thought, yeah, you were like you know? probably I, probably wouldn't wear a mask. You know, you drive past me like, yeah, that'd be yeah, like, and, Are yeah. you gonna pop out here? Yeah. And and again, like I'm I'm you should question everything, right? Sure. But you shouldn't question fucking science. Mm. So And you know. the thing I think too, like even if you don't well, believe I mean, you do it, question science. Sorry, I didn't mean always you know, que- science is about questioning yeah, science. Exactly. Isn't but it? I mean yeah. you don't dispute like Fat, hard facts. Exactly. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. I meant. You know, when so all the researchers come to this conclusion, you it's pretty safe to say that you should probably do what it says. Yeah. 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 And if you don't have better knowledge, like if you didn't spend ten years getting a degree about it, then you probably shouldn't say that yeah, you know better. Because you doctor. don't. Yeah. You're not a doctor. Not, that's not your job. Yeah, yeah. right. This <laughs> is the thing. Everybody thinks they're doctors now. Yeah. Oh, but, um, Google, yeah, bro. Yeah. That's, that's where you, uh, uh, I can be. Yeah. A, I, I can be a, you can. a doctor. You could, you could oh, sound s- like a doctor from using Google for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's this spot on my arm? Better Google that. Oh, I have cancer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, everything. It's a, it's another. They always way. tell you the worst case scenario for whatever it is. It's Fucking never cool. like, uh, oh, it could be a mild this. They'd be like, no, the this is it's like the extreme end of whatever yeah. it may be. You know, it's like uh, symptoms may include fucking hallucinations, yeah. fever. Death, I thought you said this was mild. Yeah, like, yeah. You just get really anxious about it as well. Like, I have been very um, vigilant about not using it ever to diagnose myself or look up oh. anything because I I don't think I'd get super paranoid, but I just know it's like it I'm shitting go to the hole. doctors anyway, so I'm just mm. like I don't need to know. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I, unless I'm starting to die or a limb. Yeah, falls unless off, I feel I'll like go. I'm like you know the you know the the lights are starting to go off or something like then mm. I'm, I'm probably just gonna leave it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fair and, enough. And what not know about yeah. <laughs> whatever this like whatever Google might have to say about this random ailment that I. I'm not going to go to the and doctor about. Whatever you do, don't hit images about it too. Oh, yeah. Because no. yeah. oh. you may be like, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. That like, makes me think of fucking it, blue waffle. Uh, yeah. The uh, worst, like, what is that moment that you could ever have? Don't. I'm like, yeah. Anybody who no, have, doesn't no. know about blue waffle. Don't. Don't. It's very easy to Google. I mean, you're, you're your own person. I'm not going to say go and watch it. Yeah. 
I'm I'm not saying that either. I'm just mm. giving you all the clues to get there oh, if you sorry. really want to know about it. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah. we're giving the information. Doesn't mean you choose to do with it as you yeah, will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but just don't you like fucking Alex dare Jones. hold me accountable. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some information. I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying it's out there. Yeah, yeah. It mightn't be true. It may. <laughs> yeah. Fucking a right. Yeah. We'll have ourselves a sneaky break. I love that. Uh, we're gonna jam. Uh, I don't. I have. I know. I've jammed you guys a couple of times as well. Uh, also, it's a fucking banger of an album too. It was really well recorded. Thank you, uh, Shane. You're welcome. And it, it's just, yeah, it, it's one of those ones where you could just turn on the radio and just like, if there's something you want to listen to, put it on and yeah. add a couple of songs into a playlist, and it and it and it and it goes well. Yeah, enough. exactly. Easy enough. <laughs> and we're going to change it up because this is one that you don't normally get played. Well, as I much don't as think you don't, so. You don't think? Yeah, no. Yeah. It's not one of the singles or whatever the fuck. Yeah, so it's called Marathon. Yep. Uh, what is the song about originally? Um, the song is about uh, basically losing people, like losing people in your life mm-hmm. in f- for whatever capacity. In my mind at, at the time, um, us as a band, we lost a lot of people in our lives, like a, a cousin or a grandma, and that all mm-hmm. kind of happened in a big block. And I don't know, it just sort of like just came out that way. We called it Marathon because the first time we jammed it, we jammed it for like six to eight minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it seemed like a marathon. Uh, yeah. But then the general lyrics and the theme of the songs is about, yeah, but like death or losing somebody that you love or care about. Someone and the close. things you could have done to, you know, make the time that you had better. It's like it's sort of almost regretful in a way. And it feels like when that does happen too, it does kind of like feel like a marathon where it drags yeah on. it does it, yeah it, it, it's you not think something of, that just goes away no it does yeah pain and grief last for a very very long time yeah it's the pain of hard. grief i suppose is a bit worse. <laughs> yeah. but it is true though. in it's any capacity yeah people don't shit. have to die for you to grieve them either no yeah no not at all like it can come in in, in, in different lots shapes of different and forms size. but yeah. yeah it's basically yeah but loser people yep okay yep. well we'll give this one a jam and we'll have ourselves a sneaky break then eh ace
I do like that song a lot. It's yeah. a nice change-up because a lot of them are... And it's not a dig, obviously. Uh, a lot of the songs that you guys have written and played are very boppy. Yeah. And it's just, I Absolutely. guess, how it comes across. And yeah. it, it's, it works perfect, in, yep. in my opinion. So hearing a, a nice change-up like that is, yep. is quite nice. You yeah. Know? And it gets, a, it gets a, you know, I guess it adds more of a personal touch yeah. as well. I think there's a variation. It goes from, like, many, many bops and, like, sort of, I feel like heavy is probably a strong word for it. But, mm. yeah, big riffs to something that's a bit more melodic and, like, slight mm-hmm. in its nature <laughs> yeah it, uh, that's the same with like all the time was another one that's completely out of the realms of being jane lane we don't even play it live because it's like an acoustic f- song basically yeah you if you were playing like an unplugged set or something yeah, that would be one you when we toured the album we played it well i'm like because it's basically like i just played it by myself because it's mm-hmm. that's about all it needs really we tried doing it with the band but it just became too complicated. So too many things happening yeah, when it could just it's, be it's nice and just simple a song. And then we were just trying to like make it a band song and it just sort of made it it sounded cool, but it was completely different. And I think we just decided it'd be easier yeah. not to. Mm. <laughs> Which is like a lot of the themes. We're like, yeah. How how did how do the politics go in the band? Is in it, terms of like, uh, like when it, when you're writing songs or uh, when it comes to re- like release dates and stuff like that, are you yep. all pretty like m- like melded in the way? We're that all pretty much on the same page about like when and stuff. Like we have, um, yeah, we're all pretty much on the same page about those sorts of things. Unless it's like the only thing that uh, we really sort of is the girls will be really excited about a song that I haven't finished the lyrics to. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we want to play this song, even though, because I've got a melody, but no proper lyrics. So, mm-hmm. no, and you know, when you're playing a live gig, you don't really hear everything you say anyway. So mm-hmm. on more than one occasion, we've played songs that I haven't finished writing lyrics to. Um, and I just have to make them up on the spot and they don't make sense. And that's just that, but nobody notices. You're just, now, try- you know. you're just trying to keep with the, the melody or the routine. Basically, well, yeah, you just well, keep with routine. it. Yeah, 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 well, it's like a, uh, yeah, like a, the way the song goes and it's like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. So mm-hmm. it's like you sing, the, you sing in the same, you sing the melody mm-hmm. without any proper words. Ultimately, there's words, but they don't make sense to the song. <laughs> oh, and it's happened a few just, times. Like just one don't of, get up too close. Yeah, yeah. just basically, like, that whole time I've, like, got the mic a little bit away, so mainly all you can hear is the melody. And, like, yeah, it's a bit tricky. <laughs> you, know you know I'm singing. You know things are being said here, but you don't know what I'm saying. I'm like, half the time I don't think people know what I'm saying anyway. <laughs> you can get away with some shit. But it's ultimately, too, I get, uh, I get pushed to the point of, like, you, we we want to do this song so bad. We got to do it. We got to do it. I'm like, I haven't finished the lyrics yet, and I'm like, oh fuck it, let's just do it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll just live with the shame in my own mind because <laughs> I don't think anybody really knows. We put one up on YouTube one time, and I was like, I I know that we hadn't finished, it and I was seeing nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, but they don't get. It's not long after that it all gets completed. I when I write, I find it a little bit harder to write over something that I haven't written the music to. Okay. Yeah, so, and so that, something that you haven't had a part in, and then yeah, you've got to add your part. Yeah, You're musically, like, and I've got to. What am write I supposed to melody? feel for yeah, this? How yeah. am I supposed to feel about this? Yeah, so I basically just have to create a, a scape to feel something about it, and mm-hmm. then relate it to myself in some way. And that's what I mean. That's where I end up not relating it to myself. I relate it to something I've observed or felt through somebody else, basically. So it might not be my my you know yeah. 
nothing that I have never experienced, but it's like feelings about situations that happen around me rather than to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a, a lot of songs that you've written that are sort of uh, story related in the sense of like to, uh, tour stories and like crazy shit happening on them, like uh, um, just hectic venues or? There's not, yeah, nah, like there's not, like the way, the lyrics that I write are really like um, unexciting in that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's no cool stories or anything. Like I feel like it's literally just a, you know, verbal vomit of yeah. like metaphorical ways of describing how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds so shit. Oh, I, 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 like, I, I, I get hate it. explaining yeah. it. Cause I'm like, there's no real basis. There's no real basis. They end up as what they are and they go through processes of like, yeah, there's a general feeling and gist. And then I just sort of write around that. Yeah. To something. Yep. It's I'm like it's more I write it in metaphors. There's not most of the time I think it's a way that I could say. Aren't most songs written that way? Half a the lot time of songs are well. written like that, but there's plenty of songs that aren't. Like mm. like for instance, I'm like we were talking about Flange Penny songs aren't mm. written in metaphors. You'd hope they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a metaphor for something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah, but there's lots of stuff that's quite, you know, obviously written, and it is this, and it is that. Yeah. We did this, and blah blah. Like, ultimately, they're great. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm like, oh, that's just not the way that I do. And I'm like, I would like to, but every time I try mm-hmm. to write you know, something specific and pointed, uh, it sounds stupid to me. In my mind, I write, I'm like, mm. <laughs> I you don't feel good about, about it. you got to think about it a bit. And like, yeah. is this, because I guess for, uh, I, uh, for you, it'd be, you're singing about it. You know, mm. it's, it's I have you. To be, I have to relate to it in some way. It exactly. So you're singing something that's not out of your mouth or in some way related to you in a sense of how mm. it, it came about. You're singing something that makes sense to someone else but not you. So say yeah. someone asks you, like, what does this mean? And then you're just like... Ah. I think it's, yeah, I, it doesn't make sense to anybody but me, but I think it can be, I think the emotion behind whatever lyrics or music or whatever is relatable mm-hmm. to some degree. Otherwise people wouldn't care about it at all. Yeah. So I'm like, there's a, there's a finite amount of people who do give shit yeah. about it and then do re- can relate to whatever <laughs> fucking babble that I'm going on about. There's, uh, I'm not saying it's about you guys or anything, but I just think like the general listening population, like three quarters of it are just like, yeah, it's a fucking sick tune. It makes you bop. That's it. We'll go see it and live or whatever. And then right. the other the other quarter are like, oh, I really like this song. I yeah, like what it exactly. means and this and, and that. And that's the thing about music, really, or art in general. Like anything is all subjective. It's like what it means to you, basically. It's like you, yeah. Is it subjective or objective? I always get confused. Subjective. Subjective, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's like individual choice. Like mm-hmm. you, somebody could think something super shit that you think is absolute brilliance Mm -hmm. and it's just up to the individual's opinion on that fucking thing Mm -hmm. but it's all the same chords and sort of melodies that exist in the other music so it's just like it's a real sort of i don't know i don't i don't write things and be like oh this is gonna be a banger Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i'm like i don't i don't write for other people some artists just live their life is that we've got to write this otherwise the next paycheck's not coming through yeah well i don't know i don't uh, yeah i'm like 
being Jane Lane definitely does not survive off the money for yeah. being Jane Lane. We all have jobs or like most of the time. So, yeah, I don't think there's lots of – or most of the bands that we have come across, you know, they don't use it. That's not their financial, you know, mm-hmm. be all and end all. So it's kind of like you don't really have to worry about yeah. releasing the next thing. The main worry about releasing is the next thing is possibly about regaining some money to be able to do another thing. Yeah, rather like than try being and like you know, break even from what you yeah, invested. Yeah, or living so or buying a next meal is not really the you know the idea behind playing music. It'd be for some people it is, but I don't think it's, it's a what, smart choice to rely on music to survive. If it's what you love, and you can, you know, you can you used to be able to do it a, a bit more easily it's not ever been that easy in this industry to be able mm. to like you make have to it sing whatnot, i think you, you know, have to sing covers and things like you have to sing other people's musics if you really want to just yeah. go out and sing and play people aren't going to pay you to sing your original songs all the time no you no. can find opportunities i think it's like and i maybe that's pessimistic not even maybe that is 100 percent pessimistic mm. but i'm like i think I everyone should coming. go out and try i think everyone should go and try but i'm just like ultimately too it's a fucking hard road yeah. and you like if you're gonna be if you want to earn money mm. if you want to actually earn money to pay your rent and things i know where you're coming from hard. as well though yeah it absolutely is but like most people, like, especially if you're a starting artist as well, no one's going to fucking know your shit. Exactly. They're going to know the no. famous people's shit. Yeah. So that's and it's how they'll only be like, a yeah, he can do people who are actually going to enjoy something they haven't heard before. Yeah. People want to hear, they, people want to hear stuff they've heard so that they can reconnect to it instantly. Yeah. And if you're not doing that, then I'm like, it's going to be a long, hard road. <laughs> it is. It is. And, and that's like facts, though. It's always impressive. I mean, I'm, I'm talking from someone who's got a couple of band uh, tattoos on me as well, but like a couple of them have, well, one I've explained on one of the, I think I did on the last podcast with Emma, actually like the real shitty tattoo I got on my foot. Um, Had no idea that it was a pop punk band or whatever. When I got it done, Mm. like eh, that one, it's funny though. I like the tattoo, but like (laughs) I, I wish I'd known beforehand because I'm not really big on that band. So it's like one of those ones where you're like, fuck, regret. Regret like, tattoo. Yeah. But it, again, it's on my foot, so I don't give a shit. I've only got one know? tattoo, yeah. so I don't have those regrets. I, I want I want more, but obviously money. Holy fuck, unless you know that's someone. So, that's exactly what stops yeah. me from getting them. I don't care to spend the money to be jabbed. Mm. And just, like, it doesn't mean much to me. I know, like, mm. people love their tattoos, but I'm like, I'd rather spend my money on it's alcohol hard for- <laughs> or something. <laughs> It's hard for me to justify it nowadays because, like, bills and shit, but, like, I right. really do want to it's get more. It's invigorating to the spirit and soul. I think it yeah. I think it, it, it's, it brings something to people that is very important. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like uh, like in you know, like a game where you get, like, a special ring. <laughs> yeah. And suddenly you got superpowers. That's how it, it gives people a certain up. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I uh, got the one on my calf, which was my first one. That was the Make Them Suffer one off their debut album. That one, I um, can never be mad about that one because one first hat and also it doesn't look like a, an album like cover yeah, or anything like that. Like it can tattoo. be, it does, yeah. You could be like, oh, that looks fucking sick. What's that? And I yeah. could like call it anything I fucking want, nice. like a demon in a hood. Or yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to Jesus. attribute it to the band anymore. <laughs> you know, it's just Jesus if he was on acid. You <laughs> right know? Like, on. It could yeah. be anything yeah. to them, but it's actually that piece from their album, which is 
one of my favourites. It's, it's quite obscure. Yeah, you know, yeah. People who know would know. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And then the one, and probably very obscure for the one on my on my ribs. So I got one of those typical like well, riding styles. That's painful. In there. Uh, the riding wasn't so bad. I, I it, it did tickle even just going over like a couple <laughs> of them, and I'm like, oh man, this is only just riding, and it's like yeah. fuck. I think that's the thing about tattoos is like it's a it's one of those pains that ends up being good to mm. a point. Like it's nice after a while. It, not yes on your ribs. No. I feel like, yeah. yeah, it depends where you get it. I'm like the one tattoo that I had, I forgot. Like I forgot because I got it when I was 18. It was one of those mm. rite of passage moments where yeah. you can buy alcohol and whatever. And I got a tattoo mm-hmm. um, and I forgot that it was going to be a painful experience until the needle <laughs> hit my arm. And I was like, like oh, fuck. This, oh, that's I'm right. I'm going to get used to this. <laughs> yeah. That, and then by the end of it, I was like, I could do that again. Mm-hmm. straight away like i actually started enjoying it by the end like and i'm like it's only like it's lame as but it's like on the edges where it gets to that like soft skin yeah oh, was like yeah, the that's only the time thing. that it kind of like felt like uh, uh like not doable it's, it's almost uh, i don't know it, it, I, I think like some people are different but like when you get to the real of pain are very interesting yeah but when you start getting to like the real like sort of tender funny spots and especially where it's kind of like tighter skin so the four points on my calf of the tattoo mm-hmm. so the hands around the outside of the leg uh the very top of it which goes yeah. up towards the back of your leg back of your knee sort yeah, of thing yeah and then down towards the base that, of your ankle precious skin for <laughs> my first hat four and a bit hours uh, with one break in the middle, it was the dumbest fucking decision of my life Absolutely. as the first hat, yeah, it's because long. it was murder towards the end. Sure, yeah. Um, and like the guy that's tattooing me, he's <laughs> like, his name's Corpse. He had like ten plus years of experience. Mm. He's all tatted up. He's all cut up as well, like from whatever yeah. demons he went through. Surely. And I'm just, and I'm thinking, man, I can't look like a bitch in front of this dude. Like he's just gonna be like, you know, like you think, like, oh, I gotta be fucking, yeah, get that, gotta mas- be man. Gotta gotta be gotta yeah, be tough in front of this guy, yeah. and then like I'm like <laughs> getting to the two and a half hour mark, and I'm like, fuck this, yeah, like, you know. nah, be real. And he's like, you're good, I'm like, you're like, no, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm good, I'm good, bro. I just need a stretch. Can I have a cigarette? Yeah. Go out in the fucking balcony. Go and like, have a little cry. <laughs> I regret this, but obviously now I think I could do a lot better. Yeah. Uh, well, now you've I been wouldn't. through that. Yeah, yeah. I know I can get through in one That's hit, so maybe I can it. break it up next time. But yeah, and then the other one was just uh, I got it when it was like at this point in my life where I started uh, getting back on track with my mental health and I was just trying to be okay with a few things and it very, very hectic time in my life. Uh, mentally and physically and shit and it was this i think they're like a canadian band or this like northern american band or some shit it's like this 12 piece band and they're called the world is a beautiful place and i'm no longer afraid to die like that's a full name yeah and i thought this is amazing it's almost like a passage that you could say yeah and it also related to me a lot as well is that you know the world can be even as shitty as it is uh, right now but it can be a beautiful place it's all about perspective you know and uh, i i mean i am i wouldn't say that i'm afraid i'm not afraid to die but like that whole aspect where i was then was that you know i'm happy with what i'm doing if i was to die tomorrow I'd be okay with it. I wouldn't yeah. feel like my life has missed out on anything. Yeah. That was the point in life where I was at at, yeah. th- at that stage. That's nice. 
<laughs> now, on the other hand, I would be a little afraid if I was to die tomorrow, you know? I'm like, you've got a kid. I'm like, 100%. Exactly, that, you know? That will so these, instill the fear of death back into you quick. It does. It, but it's also, it's still a nice reminder. I mean, that's the whole yeah, premise Yeah, that life is tattoo. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, the premise I, yeah. of tattoos half the time is memories of stupid memories shit. Memories of that. That's it. Colours right. that you like. Yeah. Everything. It, it all comes into it. You know? It all has, oh, well... For a lot of people, tattoos have meaning. Yes. Some people are just patchwork quilts. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. whatever about it. I, I think that, well, and even then, like, even if I say, like, the next stupid tat that I want to get done is Nicolas Cage's face on me somewhere. That is um, ridiculous. I know. I, I really still want to do <laughs> what that. What Nicolas Cage face are you going to get? Um, What's the emotion there? It's the one where he's, like, grinning. With um, a little bit like, of like, he's like a bit scary. He's, he's, yeah. yeah, it's like he's like you know he's kind of deranged yeah. and right like now. Eyes all wide yeah. and shit. Yeah, e- either that or it's just like a normal smiley face of him, but just his head, Solid. nothing else. So yeah. it just looks like yeah, a, it almost looks like a meme sort of thing. Nice. But I just want to get that on me somewhere because there was a phase where I just l- I was watching all of his movies just because just because he, yes, it's worth it. His it's his so movies are is. ridiculous. Yeah. His range of just like absolute absurdity to some parts of normalcy and good acting yeah. is just really wild. Far out, isn't it? It is. My and favourite, I think, oh, not my favourite, but one of the most things that I remember about Nicolas Cage movies is I haven't even watched the full movie, but National Treasure and watching the hair plugs oh. live through that movie. Oh, yeah, fuck. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, now that I'm yeah. remembering I'm like, this that. is a weird... Weird movie for Nicolas, but I'm like, there's no such thing as a weird movie for Nicolas Cage. No, there's not. All of them are weird. I watched Valley Girl. Have you ever seen that? That's on like uh, Netflix or something. And he is it one of his more recent ones? Or no, his no, ones? he was young. Yeah, it was a young one where he's like plays some punk who like gets with the preppy girl. Oh, and okay. I think they made like a new like Netflix series or something about it. And I watched is he, that. Has he got a mustache in that one? Nah, he's, no. full, he's shaved, got shaved. Mm. He's shaved, he's got spiky. He's a punk. He's basically a punk. He's got a okay. leather jacket and he's just, it's real weird. Like his acting is like far out and all dramatic and all the rest of it. It was interesting movie. I watched it because he was in it. Like that was it. I was you, like. You should Google uh, Nicolas Cage's worst rated movie and it'll come up with this one. Is it like the Wicker Man? No, no, but that that might <laughs> be up close. there as well. Yeah, yeah fucking bees. Seriously, yeah, yeah. how to get burned? Yeah, uh, yeah. I loved quoting that shit as well. I like don't any... know that I've actually seen the full movie. I think it was like hired or something at some point in time, but I, don't, I probably fell asleep. I tried. Uh, look, I got to the part where there was this bear running through the woods and then just punches <laughs> yeah, this chick. Right on. I was like. That sounds great. What is happening right now? I don't even know. <laughs> so that's the only thing I really remember from that yep. is, is that he started like getting into fights with this village and like, a whole bunch of women and then they burned him uh, yeah. for yeah. about bees or some shit. Wild. You know, yeah. uh, This one was maybe late 80s, early 90s. I could, I could be wrong, but it's like one of his worst rated movies, but he is absolutely mental in it, like, Screen, you don't like know what it's called? Uh, no, no, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I, I feel like it's not, no, it's not, it doesn't start with an R. But if all I can remember is like he's just screaming, like he, he's got like an accent in it too. Like he's like, <laughs> What am I a fucking retard, man? Yeah. Am I a fucking retard? <laughs> right on. It, it, you can't even understand him yeah. as well for some of it. Yeah. You're like, What are you doing? He's just like, 
gone 100 It's, it's like the director it. just said, do whatever the fuck yeah, you want. Yeah, go wild, right. And he really did do whatever the fuck he want. And I bet you a lot film. of directors say that these days. <clears throat> they were like, just be as Nicolas Cage as you could possibly can be. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, and he reaches peak Nicolas Cage a fair bit. He does. He's a very interesting actor. Sometimes it goes, it goes, yeah, up and down with some of them. But you know, you gotta have a hit and a miss when you're riding that train, like fucking <laughs> a, fucking a. Right? You wonder where he makes the choice. Is it the money? Is it the script? Is it the absolute absurdity of making the choice in the first place? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's the idea behind your career, bud? Have <laughs> While you've um, been out and about playing shows, have you met any famous people? Um, yeah, yep, yep, uh, yep. <laughs> I don't even know like the definition of fame. Someone who's been on television before. On television, fairly met a few w- people w- who've w- been on television before. Prominent uh, I actually bands that are still going. Thought that this might be a question of like who's like the whatever like levels or whatever. But I'm like we've met we've met a shitload of Australian idols really? just from playing the LGBT circuit because. They're hireable. <laughs> I don't know. They're probably <laughs> I don't fucking know, but I assume that a lot of the festivals don't have large budgets. So okay. they'd be like, let's get a an ex-Australian idol up there. So I've met a few of them. Okay. Um, I think the most famous person, Bunny Ears again, mm-hmm. uh, that I've ever – I'd never met them. We did, weren't allowed to meet them, but we've played weren't the same allowed. stage. Yeah, we played on the same stage. Um, and they walked past our vicinity. It was Mel C from the Spice Girls. Um, the Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice. Nah, you're well out of that then. You're definitely a boy. <laughs> no, don't, don't they call her Bunny Ears Scary Spice? No, no, no. No, not, not that one? Not. Mel C. Mel B is, oh, is Scary right. Spice. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's who I was thinking of that one. I'm like, wait. Yeah. So there's Mel C, Mel B, Jerry, Emma, and Victoria. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that I only knew like <laughs> one out of the five are the only ones that I know. So scary is, was your yeah. the one but that you know, really well, stuck out to you. Well oh and, oh and Victoria Beckham as well. Wasn't Posh Spice. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I knew two then. Uh, They're like but, the least favourite of everyone. I know. So yeah. The <laughs> only reason why I remember uh Mel B is because she still does those fucking Weight Watchers ads or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you still see her pop up and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's fucking yeah. Scary Spice. Yeah, right. Scary Spice yeah. with uh, straightened hair. <laughs> scary Spice with a GHD. Weren't they going to be doing a reunion tour or some shit around COVID time or something? Oh, yeah, I think something like that. Well, actually, yeah. very likely because that was when the last yeah. show we had was um, Big Gay Day at the Wickham and Mel C was the headliner for the show. Yeah. And then literally like two weeks later the world went crazy and we weren't allowed to do shows anymore. And that was the last show we did before the massive lockdowns happened, did you which was nice. Like I, we were like, that's a nice cap. If we never good. play a show again, <laughs> good timing, that was yeah. a good one. Yeah. Did you think about trying to sneak in and be like, what the fuck? Why can't we say day?" It was a debacle ultimately for us individually. Cause we were like, we need to see her and meet her. But we were like, how do we do this? Because yeah. we were told in advance that we weren't allowed to be there for the sound check. Cause we played a few times. And they've had like other people, like there was a Samantha Jade, who I think is an ex idol. I don't remember her, but Paulini was there, which is more of yeah. my. I remember Paulini was one yeah. of the idols. So they have these people, but we've never been excluded from the sound check. So we've mm-hmm. always been allowed to watch them 
do their thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. This time, no, though, because it's Melanie C from the Spice Girls, and I don't know. So there was only a select few people who could do that. The MC was one mm-hmm. who was just a you know person involved in the show who was allowed to meet her. Um, and then there was this motherfucker. I don't know who he was to this day. And whoever you are, you can get fucked, you cunt. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> he, he used our name to get backstage and meet her. Oh, so he what? said he was with being Jane Lane yep. and that I'm allowed back here. Don't know how he got a fucking pass or whatever. But yeah. reckon, yeah, got a photo with her, come back out to us, who had been doing the right thing, doing what we were told. Yeah. Um, and showed us this little photo he got and we found out later that he wasn't even in, allowed back out the back. Like he wasn't even supposed to be out the backstage. You he don't just, know. No idea who just he was. Random. And it was, I only say he's a cunt because I'm like, good on you for doing whatever you did. For you, that's a mm. mad win. For us, it was like we were so close yet so far away. It didn't mean much to me because she wasn't my favourite Spice Girl. Yeah. But it meant a lot to other people in my band. <laughs> and this guy just <laughs> trod on some toes going through there oh, doing that. Fuck that. Yeah, made some people yeah. pretty upset that they didn't get, you know, we. We did the show. It was like, fuck we you, played cunt. The show, we played yeah. the show and we did the shit. We fucking sat around and here you are going to be like, I'm with being Jane Lane. Like uh, that's a thing you can say to anybody. If we, if we knew that you could just go out the back and be like, I'm with being Jane Lane and get a photo with her, don't you think all of us would have done the fucking same thing? <laughs> I'm going to try that next time. I don't think it's going to work out. anywhere yeah. else. I don't even know. I don't think that it really would have made a difference whether he said our name or not. Yeah. He just was had more balls to go up and ask mm. for it at the end of the day. It was just an extra bitterness that he used our name to get there. Yeah. It was rude. Like, oh, it was we didn't rude. even get the opportunity. No, we were, we were just being good kids. We were like, you know, she <laughs> said she doesn't want any press. Like, she doesn't want anybody coming up bothering her, so fair enough. Yeah. And then this guy rolls in and he's like, I'm entitled to this picture with this woman, <laughs> so I'm going to get it. And you know what? I'm going to use your name to do it too. Uh, well, fuck that guy. Hopefully yeah, we can that find guy. that. Maybe we can I try and like this. obviously it didn't mean it didn't mean much to me, but I'm like ultimately it's fucking rude. <laughs> I reckon I reckon if you search like the hashtags, on I don't Instagram, use that's maybe. what I just think. I'm like, mate, I don't use that to get anything. We don't yeah. get anything out of that. You you walk up to a barbie like I'm with BJ Lane. You mm. don't get shit. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck do you get that out of there? And it's just an advantage. Would, it, yeah. It's like one of those ones where it's just like any other time, it's not going to fucking work. Yeah, I don't even think know? he. Yeah, he was. Yeah. What Good on you, bud. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Solid effort. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Life hack. <laughs> Have, could so have invited some people yeah, with you. Like you maybe could have brought the band. us along. Yeah. <laughs> have you had any crazy tour stories per se? Of like, where, where's the furthest you've gone so far to play? Um, probably Adelaide. Adelaide. So far, yeah. We've just really um murdered the east coast yeah <laughs> it's and the easiest one to do though so I for sure you can drive it you can fly it fairly um you know friskily mm. but um yeah uh the two like crazy stories how f- <laughs> i don't is, know this about this is a shot at you know, queensland but how far have you played what's the furthest up north you've played a show oh not very far not very far, <laughs> not very far. Yeah. um Fucking no honestly yeah i think brisbane no, Sunshine Coast, legit, yeah. is the furthest north that we've gone. Yeah, right. That is north, so, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is north, yeah. <laughs> I like it confused. Um, Soul Bar? Yes. I like that venue. Yeah, I've, I've it's a great, great venue. I've, I've seen a couple of shows yeah. out there, and then there was one I saw at a high school. I think it might have been Nambour State High or right something on. on one of those ones. This was 
back uh, Make Them Suffer as well. They did like an East Coast run with a couple of other local bands, Signal yeah. the Firing Squad and Aversion's Crown. I think it was those three. They did a tour along the East Coast. And then, yeah, they started up at Nambour and then went to Brisbane and then went down to play the sunny co- uh, the Gold Coast. Yeah. And I think that one I went the Nambour, then the Brisbane show. And like that was one of the last bands that I ever – you know how like when you've got – when you're a huge fan of a band and like, you'll just go to every show that mm-hmm. they play or whatever. They're like one of the last bands that I ever did that with, yeah. where if they did like three shows in Queensland, they won't three. be. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Because like f- for one, I'm a huge fan of the main band that's playing, but also it gives you a chance to see the opener. Cause usually yeah. with the heavier bands, you get to like, it depends. It's kind of like, he- did they go heavy or did they go for like a bit of an inter- interesting yeah, sound for an right. opener or whatever? Who did they choose? So I was always curious about that as well. Yep. Like, it, Yeah, what it, do it, they like ultimately? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and obviously like... It's so uh, worth it to always go and see the opening band because that the band that you're going to see was an opening band at some point in time. So it's like... That's exactly right. It's always full circle. So there's going to be something that you like <laughs> if you like that band. And it's uh, the same core group of i guess taste as well right. like it's coming from the same sure genre it's like or the, yeah generally mindset. if it's local bands they've either you know they've chosen that or they've had that suggested to them to be put on that same lineup for a reason so it's like you know i'm like there's there's definitely shows i remember uh back in the day um louis would put on shows and they were very eclectic because it was like very hard to get the same vein of people on the same on the same lineup all the time Mm -hmm. i feel like when you're starting out too you you just jump on any fucking lineup that you could get on really so you end up playing with random random stuff and that's cool like i thought that was some of the greatest like musical immersement times that we had because now we get in a spot to feel like getting played with the same bands all the time, Yeah, which is not bad because you always love playing with your friends. Exactly. But then also too, yeah, there's not that you, you don't discover much new stuff playing gigs unless it's like something you go have to go and see gigs rather than being on the lineup of a random show that, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. the further you go, like you're, you were usually asked, we usually to ask to headline a show now. I'm like, and it's kind of like you miss out on like, being you know you're like well i suppose like yeah if you're if when you get asked to be on a lineup then mm-hmm. is when you get to do stuff but when you're putting it on your own shows too yeah, yeah there's a there, there's that added responsibility of uh, yeah putting on something that name. people are gonna like rather than just like yeah random stuff but that's like we often put on like something that's like for our shows yeah we we put on stuff that is like a bit different to what we play mm-hmm. too just because it's like that's the people that we've kind of grown into as well like we play with Nicolay martin who's like a blues musician mm-hmm. a lot um of consecutively over time which is completely different to what we play mm-hmm. but they're so good at what they do it's just like there's no way that anyone could not appreciate it right. whether you liked whatever genre is your jam. I'm like, people get real specific about music too and they only listen to whatever is like yeah. reminiscent of what stuff that they like or it sounds heavy or whatever or it sounds this or it sounds that or I'm like ultimately too. But yeah, when it, we, when there's like really solid good musicians and I'm not saying that people aren't, but I'm like ultimately too, when you could tell it's like there's someone's levels. a multi-instrumentalist, yeah. you feel like there's no two ways about that talent. There's levels and the to the shit. All. Absolutely. You I know? just think, I'm like, I'm saying this from my point of view, I can barely play the guitar and barely write songs. So I'm like watching someone like Nicolaine do what they do is like, yeah. You're blown away. I am blown yeah, away. You really, like, you really wow, appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah. People are, people are really good at what they do. 
and don't get appreciated enough. Oh, and that's, I mean, isn't that just like the creative scene 101 though? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? And I feel like too, it's a lot, of the, a lot of the time when people are really good at what they do and they are doing it, they're doing it because they just wouldn't do anything else. Yeah. Wh- that yeah, it's like yeah. they don't they don't have the same sort of, um, I don't want to say drive, but they just don't have the same sort of like, they don't push it anything. Mm-hmm. They don't push it because they're going to be doing it anyway. And that was kind of like my thing at the start. I was like, I'm not saying I'm really good, but I'm like, I have no interest in pushing for anything. Like there's no agenda. There's no agenda. It's like I play, we play shows because we like to play shows. Mm -hmm. And if we don't play shows, it's kind of like, we feel a bit weird, like we haven't had some sort of like going to the therapist or something. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. You like get that itch. you get the itch, and you get you have to play, or you know you feel weird about things. It's like a release for in some capacity or another. Yeah, and I think that yeah, it's important. I really lost my train of thought there. Is there a? <laughs> that's fair enough. That shit always happens. It's we've actually been going for a decent time. Yeah, we might, we might like, pull I the pins. Too much yeah. shit. Oh, uh, look. You're one of these people that is is just very easy to get along with, I think, and, <laughs> yeah. it, and it's contagious. Like uh, for some people, uh, and f- for me, in in making this sort of relatable, like there's some people where you can just chat and bounce off, and like you could fucking talk about whatever, whatever, you know. Yeah. And like I'm not going off a script at all no. tonight, and I <laughs> and I normally do, right? So I can kind of keep a structure, but like. For a lot of it, anyway, it's not been random ramblings, right. you know. Like there has been some form of points. Like you know? Different tangents have happened for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and and I'm actually kind of glad too because within the first eight minutes of our first recording, we immediately went off into a fucking tangent. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I, I found out that you played I'm in Being Jane that. Lane, yeah. and then suddenly we're like talking about like the fucking <laughs> yeah, the end of the yeah, world, right. and like <laughs> it's just it, I way off think topic. I'm good for that. You know. If you want to talk about fucking apocalyptic times <laughs> or anything that's like slightly pessimistic but, or nihilistic. But this is also the thing too is, and I'm trying to focus more about it uh, now that I've had some feedback, uh, just trying not to make it uh, stop, not so much stop, start, but always having something to ask, but like keeping it the flow fresh and, and flow. Yeah, yeah. Because those pause points are what dead set annoy the shit out of people. Oh yeah. You've got to be constantly hearing like, something, you yeah. know, otherwise if you keep Even hearing if it's that nothing. Dead, yeah. yeah. Even it's, if it's like, doesn't mean anything. That's like, mm. I think like, uh, you listen to like shows on, I'm sorry, this is you have under music so mm. that the, whatever, if you do have a moment where you can't think of something to say, yeah. shows on four triple Z where you work by yourself. Yes. You, I think it's a good idea having those things. Like I know listening to the show, it's, cool because then you'd be like you don't lose anything yeah i've been on marty's show a few times on hey yeah. ho let's go the, on you, yeah show. you know what it's yeah, like yeah. yeah so when we're sometimes like if i'm like i've just been talking uh and he's like well he's asked me the question and i'm just talking and then i'll finish my point and then we'll both pause but then there's the background music that kind of just like picks up the silence yeah exactly yeah. so we could just be there and be like yeah it all, let them sit yeah. in yeah. that yeah you know? exactly because people can't see you having that silence if people mm. were to watch that they could understand your facial express expressions and the un- and understand the need for the silence mm. but when you're just listening they it could, just sounds mm. like people just drop dead all of a sudden and then you know, the whole g- show's over yeah <laughs> they're not they're not gonna know what i'm doing in no between, they, you, you know, could be like, doing anything fucking, and they'll be like oh is it over now like like, did you just mm. walk out? Have you given up? What's happening? Like, yeah, you really need to be so explanatory when you're doing 
these kinds of non-visual situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always, uh, I've been thinking about maybe or maybe not doing like video formats down the track, but I'm also kind of like I was like thinking people. about that too. It's good because then you don't have to care about what you look like as well in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I wear this shirt to bed often and I said this, I, I, I didn't wear it on stage because it's like the only shirt I've had with me for a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't wear this on stage because I wear it to bed. And it's going to stink like, like shit. Well, it's not, like, I, I'm like, I actually have been really like, and I'm like, I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm like, I, I think I, and I've had this said to me, I don't really have mad BO. Like yeah. I'm like really being blessed in life that I don't wear like antiperspirant or anything. And I just like, just don't smell that bad. Fucking lucky. I really am yeah. so grateful about that in my life that I just don't have that problem. But I like, I definitely understand the whole, like when you wear a shirt for like so many times in a row and then, cause I like borrow shirts, you borrow a shirt or something and then you wear it. It's clean. It's been washed. Mm-hmm. You pulled it out of the drawer. It broke close to my skin. You're like, Oh, it smells like that person, even yeah. though it's fucking brand new. Clean out the drawer. Mm-hmm. It's caked. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, I could be like, I just, yeah. I've like, I've, I've had that said to me more than once that yeah. I like don't have bad BO. I'm Blessed. pretty lucky. Yeah. Blessed. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty lucky. Because the amount of times you go up and, and give I like. And I sweat. Like, yeah. I sweat. Like, it's ridiculous. The, ma- the amount of times you go up and like, say after a good set, you're just like, yeah, fucking A. Yeah. Hugs I've and never shit, had whatever. it. Everyone's just like, you're wet. They're yeah. like, you don't, you don't stink. <laughs> you're just wet. I'm like, mate, write Did in the comments to this podcast and tell me something different and I'll gladly start wearing antiperspirant. But I'm like, I'm just going to keep it real <laughs> from now. Like, I've always just kept it that way. And outside of this, tangent of fucking bo or whatever <laughs> most of this podcast has been on track you know like yeah. it, it's it sometimes it just depends on it just depends on the person you know and yeah, like if, it's it's un- podcast, if, if it's not it's someone a- that you've m- met personally or if it's someone that kind of has that little bit of an air of uh notoriety to them as well you change of now you just know thing. that i'm a wanker mm. like it's a solid Maybe what are we talking now for at least forty five minutes? Or yeah, almost uh, uh almost or oh, an hour and forty. Hour oh and well, 40 <laughs> yeah. How <laughs> easy it goes. Two hours of reiterating me being a fucker. <laughs> so now it, you know for hap- sure. And this is the best format. If you've to never do had it on a conversation well, with me, you know? Shane's never had a conversation with me before. No, no. I, think I was I've, actually I've coming. I was. Wa- yeah, this is what know. I was worried about. I was worried because this happens to me often because my memory is terrible. Yeah. I'm. I have a good memory for faces, but mm-hmm. not names or like whether we've like. So I'll if we've I've had a conversation. Your, yeah. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, this I've met you a few I'm times like, from when you've played and right, shit. Right, yeah, and but like, I'm like so, I'm like all oh, the adrenaline, alcohol, all the rest of it. I just have such a short memory for mm. that sort of thing. And unless I've met you like five or six times, it's very unlikely that I'll yeah. remember when it was, what we talked about and whatever. Yeah. But I know I'll see your face and I'll remember you mm-hmm. as somebody that, is familiar to me. Yeah. And that's about the size of it. You, no. I don't remember your face. I don't remember meeting you at any time. This is the thing. And I'm like, I am, I was paranoid coming here being like, He's probably going to be one of those people who's met me before. (laughs) And I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. But I know that this is a regular thing that happens. It's you know, it's like so I've rude. And I <laughs> I honestly try I like wanna I I don't try. I've I've thought many a time about trying to increase my memory by doing like brain games or even just figuring out a way to remember na- like the linking names and faces 
and experiences yep. together so that I'm better at this because it happens to me so fucking often. And I'm it's, just like, feel really awful about it. Like I actually beat myself up really mm. hard about it later because I'm like these, like I have conversations with people mm-hmm. and they mean a lot to me at that time, but then it will be weeks later and I'll see that person again and they'll be like, they'll remember the experience and I don't. And I'm like, Oh, but like, I like it's yeah. all in me, and it, I like it, if you just like jog my memory, we'll be right back there. Yeah. I'm like the damage is done. I'm I'm pretty sure I, like the first time I met you was through the Goon Boys and shit. So that yeah, and uh, like we rarely play with those guys, so I don't feel so bad now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It wasn't a blue moon. They're great though, aren't they, yeah, beauty? Yeah, yeah oh, I, I, knowing wild no, boys, knowing them before, <laughs> knowing them before they started playing, that that's the curse. Yeah, you know, you know yeah, I think so. Were. So you from know. what I've heard, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're all great dudes. They um, are great dudes. They are lovely. I've never had anything but lovely experiences with them. Mm. Crazy pit sometimes, you know. Massively uh, crazy pit. Yeah. I lo- that's a pit I'll go in because yeah. I know you know it's going to happen. It's good fun. Yeah, yeah, it is good fun. I, yeah, one of the best times I've had in a pit was a goons, goons show at 4 Triple Z. Oh, the car park shows. Yeah, yeah I miss them. Great. They, they were always yeah. fucking full on. Be interesting let's to see say, if they let's ever... not talk about them like they're dead. Yeah. Well, I was thinking just like it'd be interesting to see how they come back. It will be. I a... think it'll be a while before you get it back. Yeah. Right. But because they're coming. It's such they'll a... come. They'll come. Because it's such a it's such a tiny little fucking space too. Because then oh my you know, gosh, it's amazing the things everything. that can happen in there. That's what I'm like. What mm. this is incredible. They put a show on there. Yeah. Yeah. Small I remember ca- seeing... they can barely fit four cars in that. You know, like I remember seeing clowns in there as well. Like four cars with, is probably a lot. Sorry, I <laughs> just like thinking about actual four car garage would probably be quite. Oh a lot. right, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I think I think you can usually get maybe about two cars. Yeah, well, if you're going to park yeah. them out le- illegally, probably four. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and if then they're hanging only out two people street, can yeah. get out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah two cars like are blocked in. Yeah. The other one. One door's not going to open. Yeah. Yeah. Small shows are. Uh, Cram a hundred people in there. Though. Small shows are the it's best. It is. Good times. It is. Great. Absolutely. Fucking love four triple Z. I do as yeah. well. What a great um, place. It is. It's full of really good people. It is. Um, I've got to catch up with Marty again sometimes. Yeah, anyway. get into I it. I love Marty. He's yeah. such a big burly teddy bear. Give Marty um, more love. I love you, Marty. <laughs> anyway, why don't we uh, pull the pin? Yep. It's been a really good time. Yeah. And like I said before, it's incredibly easy to talk to and chat to. Yeah, I just uh, talk too much. I've probably dug myself a large hole. Mm. <laughs> I so think you'd be fine. Almost two hours. I, I think you'd be fine. It's not. Trust me, you're not the longest. You're not the shortest. It's 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 really? right in between the middle of what I kind of like to do. That's between what I an like. hour and hour and a half and two hours. Yeah, medium is, average. Well, you know, like That's what I aim for. The average is between an hour and two. If it goes longer, it could more than likely just mean there was more shit talking yeah. than there should have been. <laughs> like, so the last episode was Evil Eddie and Mike Mike, uh, oh, um, Butterfingers, all and, in the same. Yeah, yeah, studio? yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike, Evil Eddie, and myself. That yeah, would have so been a there good was time. there was uh, there was a fair bit of shit talking with. Where that. is that? Gotta Mike, Mike has got a little. Is that what you were talking about with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a new thing called e- East Coast yeah. Alien. It's uh, his hip hop shit. Tomorrow. Um, he, what plugging his shit? 
Is, is it, it last week? Friday on. Is it a Friday that it's coming out? My episode or his? No, no, no. His thing, his EP or whatever it is. Oh, that uh, he got done I'm, by. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's coming out on the twelfth, or it's one of the songs that's coming out on the twelfth. Yeah, there's something remember. that's exciting. But if you want, you yeah, can there's listen. an episode of the Shane yeah, Oliver. If you want to listen to the song before it comes out, you can uh, listen to that. And by the time this comes out, it'll still be within that range Absolutely. of like you can listen to it beforehand. So yeah, brilliant. Get on it. Yeah, yeah. Gotta love that. Um, it's very Cypress Hill fused, and I cool. it, 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 yeah, of course, right? Dig it. Um, I love I love Mike. Mike, he's Mike, a good Mike's dude. Mike's a great dude, and yeah. and yeah, meeting Evil Eddie yeah. and shit was pretty. Been a good pre- dude it's pretty for cool me. for me meeting Evil Eddie because like there's yeah. a, there's an uh, like the nostalgia, but also like. Um, you know, I I, listen, I remember hearing like some of the early Butterfinger shit back in the day, and never really realized who it was. Mm. And then hearing listening back to it before I got him on, I'm like, fuck, I remember listening to this when I was younger as yeah, well, but right. never played on like, and like thinking it was good or it was shit yeah. or whatever. Because like you know, some people, everybody has like, and I'm not saying Butterfingers do. It's just generalization. You know, sometimes the bands have got shit songs, some of them have got fucking bangers. You know, and you avoid them or yeah. you listen to them all the time. Yeah. And there were, you know, Fig Jam is like one of the main ones that most people know from Butterfingers back then that everyone's heard. Sure. And I just, it was really surreal. And then, yeah, obviously um, having all three of us on as well, like it gets ranty. And then like Loki, wise man say, (laughs) um, he's been out my longest, which is like over three hours. And I don't really. I'm sure he's got a million billion stories. He's a big cuddly teddy bear and I love him. Um, But I don't really ever want to do another three hour episode again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not that old. That would be a bitch to edit ultimately. Luckily for me, I do as minimal editing as possible. Yeah, well, that's you know, Zane, 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 most of the time is the is the overlord with that. And if that's I cool. if there's anything you gotta specific, have somebody. if there's anything spe- uh, specific, anyway, I'll pull my phone out while I'm doing it and be like, at this, uh, do a timestamp, give a note, yeah, exactly, and yeah. be like, hey, this needs to be cut out or whatever. And if I can right do on. it then and there, I'll do it myself. That's cool. So I I try to keep this as simplistic as possible. We come on, we yeah. chat, we plug your shit. And I try and keep it as uh, free-flowing from the start to the finish so you feel (laughs) more relaxed unless you've got to go chuck a whiz, whatever. Yeah, that's the only thing that will stop me from factor. I just talk too much. That's my thing. (laughs) That is not a problem for me because this is (laughs) is what makes it interesting for everyone. That's why I got asked to be like, do the four triple Z things because I actually... Like, I just talk too much. You want to chat and you want to just... I don't even know if I want to chat. Yeah. <laughs> you just I do just it. do, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a perfect, yeah. perfect thing to it have It might on. be a curse. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> like, I, me talking to you as a fucking podcast. I'm like, want to have a chat? Shane wants to have a chat. Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> Thanks again so much for coming on. I, no, I, I really, for having me. I, I really do appreciate it, it as well. It makes a person feel, mm. feel special. Well, <laughs> th- again, that's what I want. I want people to yep. feel like what you're doing is important yeah. and like not having just the same fucking questions asked Real, to you yeah. over and over. So you yeah, know. I certainly don't feel like I, what I do is special. <laughs> <laughs> Everything attached to what you do, though, with the band and, and, and outside of that is, though. That's what I You mean. know, so yeah. that's what matters. Oh, thanks, mate. And <laughs> if you want to, all but love, nothing but love. Yeah. 
If you want to check out Being Jane Lane, they're on all the normal social media all platforms. The normal big, platforms. Big, big cartel, yep. Facebook, Instagram, Spotify. No, I don't know. Is it probably is it sell likely? Shit? I'm like, really, surely. yeah, I'm real shit at the business side. I'm going to take a stab side. and say that you'd have a big cartel or something. I, it's likely. It's very or likely. a web store for yeah, you guys. Just, yeah, one of those random ones. Yeah, you can buy stuff off the website. Yeah. But honestly, if, if you've got that shit half the time anyway, you can get it off their Facebook page. It'll be in the Hyperlinks yeah, on them on their the about sections. Yeah, yeah, you just got to, you know what? You just got to do a little bit of shit by yourself yeah. instead of like having it the link given to you. Just open the page and be like, about me. Yeah, there's more. We've info. got one of those ridiculous band names though that people don't. It's a bit obscure remember. in a it's way. So yeah, stupid. Yeah, people be like, we've had so many. One time we had Being Jane Lame. Yeah, printed, which was oh, fun. That would have been great. Yeah, it was. Um, it's I wish a typo, I had a typo, but out. like you should have. Great typo! Yeah. What a great typo! Yeah, this <laughs> Do other you person. If they did uh, it on purpose. Or one of my um, good mates that I used to work with, um, she'd call us Lady Jane. Lady Jane, which I really liked. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds very proper. Yeah, uh, baby mama used to be called Plain Jane because um, I my nickname. Back in the day, still is, I guess, but like only for a select few people, and it's usually the like the South Siders and shit, like like Stewie and stuff, mm-hmm. still calls me it like Plano, Plano, and that that all started from like an argument between Walty and I back in one of the Byron trips before all the band shit, and yeah. everyone started doing that happened. We were just having this like really like drunk infused argument at like three in the morning from ten to ten, you know, like mm. from a distance. We're not going to fight each other or anything. It's one of those verbal ones where we're just right. trying to go just at each other, at each other. Yeah, right. just being really shit to one another and it's keeping everyone else up but we're also like making people laugh because yeah. we're just getting really into it yeah and then just out of the blue he was just like right i plan chain and then fucking Gummy just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> and then he was just like, oh, plain Shane. <laughs> and then the next day he just started calling me plain Shane and then, then abbreviated to Plano. And then right I'm like, on. Fucking, okay, cool. We'll keep it that. And then I got a tattoo on my foot. So that's another stupid one that I got done. Stupid so, tattoos. Yeah, so that one stuck. They're uh, rife in the community. Yeah. So, uh, and then, yeah, uh, Jess would be uh, plain Jane um, or Jano. Um, because I was Plano, so yeah. You guys it's, should be in the band. Oh, it's, it's fucking. There's so many fucking Jane bands too. It's also just like the culture of nicknames as well, though. Like yeah. you just immediately want to try and find a nickname for someone. Yeah. It's usually what happens. I think it's great. I never really got a nickname. Mm. Yeah. I I never pushed. I de- well, I never pushed this one. That's for sure. Mm, plain uh, No, no. But like it, it was funny. So like that's how they it, come about. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it'd be you know it would be even funnier if I got a tattoo on my foot and then yeah it just got it just, just got immortalized. Yeah, just to yeah. solidify. And I thought to myself instead maybe I had two ideas. It was either going to be just like this really shitty drawing of an airplane. Yeah. Uh, like stick <laughs> like, figure like yeah right right you know Paper a plane, plane yeah. a, a really plain plane yep um, or it was going to be just something like what it is now which is just the wording of it and I, but the I made it special that it if I'm wearing thongs um, the tattoo is done on an angle in a way that the you can still see it the wristband mm. or for your, for your feet yeah, or whatever yeah the ankle band almost. I don't even know yeah. But the toe holder part or yep, whatever, yep. That, uh, the black part that goes to the mm. left side, yep. it underlines my nickname. So I got that. Oh. Done. I got that done on purpose so that yeah. I want. Yeah. So yeah, I want that sweet rubber underline. Exactly. Yeah. So you still see the num uh, the name and it's underlined by the black 
part of the. It's fucking brilliant, mate. I know, and, and hey, it's those subtle things. It's really right? that's what, it's know? all Why about the you, details, really. You know, and I know that unless yeah. you ask about it, but now, someone else now everybody like, knows about it. Yeah, oh, maybe I feel someone like, will notice and be like, "Did you get that placed on purpose?" Yeah. <laughs> Would have been, it would have been weird if it was just like straight on too. So I felt like the flow of it should be on a bit of an angle you, as well. If you're constantly wearing thongs, you really need am, to think yeah. about these things. Yeah. But I'm also one of those guys that wears socks and thongs too. No, I've been like that. It. I've been. I think that's great. What? I, I, when I got I judged did, about I don't it wear the other week yeah, too. Fuck people, people don't know. See, it's like, what are you wearing socks and thongs for? I'm like, are you serious? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. I don't get. It. I don't get shit between my toes anymore. Yeah. Or on the know? bottoms or on the tops. Yeah. Like it's like wearing a pair of shoes. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I don't know. Yeah. I like, really don't know. There's I, more airflow than if you were wearing shoes. Mm, I, I I don't I, know if you know, but the cover of our fucking album is basically thongs and sh- socks. Yes, but I did notice that. Yeah. Which is a variation of the same thing are they those ones that like fold over mm. the top of your foot or whatever it is like flip not a crook or, no, no it's like an adidas slide yeah yeah i i they, I, I know what they look like i just they just have head. like a it's like a yeah like it's the ridge band. over the top of it's your a foot band over the yeah top, yeah over the ridge of your foot yeah and you just kick them off like yeah, yeah you slide like, that off like easy as yeah so it's not as any more or less easy than thongs mm. except maybe i would say you don't have to separate the big toe from the second toe no, no you would don't you call have to that do any the of that index shit. toe which I, then i, I would know. say yeah. makes it easier because you yeah. don't have to do that one step mm-hmm. thongs i think the only thing that would put people off that is just the the fabric between the toe but i'm like they make socks whole socks where they there's a bit that it's hugs each toe like a glove. Yeah. That shit I am not That's down with. That's creepy. I'm yeah. not down like with that. With just with toes. I've never worn they're... one, so I can't really say. I will try anything twice, mm. but th- I've never tried the sock. I don't think I'd be into it, but if nah. I can do socks and, and thongs, I, I wouldn't put it past it'd me. Be, it, I just think it'd be a really weird sensation. I just, I yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, the, like the having s- five hairs between your toes or something. Yeah, ew, that'd be fucking irritating. But uh, maybe that's shit. people's um perspective on the thong. Mm. Well, like it, it grew up. Well, I, I did the whole socks and thong thing because of cricket. Like I'd kick me. Like yeah, you, you're going exactly. Between, you I know. think lots of people who do sports mm. really do the sock and the thong. That's or where the it came from. Me. Slide. Yeah, because you want to take them boots off. Yeah, and especially with the, when you started playing on turf pitches, you'd be uh, yep. wearing spikes. Yeah, so you, you can't walk out on them. Exactly right. I, you I, I played roller up. derby and the same thing. You can't walk out on skates. Exactly right. Yeah. So just well, you yeah, could. I don't think you could drive a car in them though. Mm, I don't know how that be would be. Fucking challenge, but it would be I a mean, challenge. I think it actually would be not as hard as you could imagine. Because if you think about it, like a skate is just a, it's a, a be skateboard. Gentle, it's suppose, got a truck yeah. in the middle. Yeah, you could get away There's with it. There's a solid it. point for pushing. Mm. See, and, and look, you know what's lucky <laughs> is that the tangents happen towards the end of the episode. Oh which my is god, fine. yeah, great tangents. So solid socks, socks, so and thongs. So like, what's this? Like it's almost two hours of solid content on the Shane Oliver experience. It will be two hours when we finish playing your song. So Rockin'. that's a way to go. Let's nail it. Let's finish this up. We're going to finish with your latest song, Trouble. Yep. Uh, that was when was when was that? It was released in 2020. I know, yep, but December uh, 2020. Right. Yep. Very towards the end. So, what what can you tell us about this one before we head off? Um, it's basically about I would say if I'm going to wrap it up in a little boxy, it's being a, about being a shit cunt and not wanting to be. <laughs> I've used that word so many times. Uh, I think you you've shouldn't only used, have mentioned no. not saying it. You've, well, if I can count it on one hand, it's okay. Three you, or four. Four times. Four times? Okay. I yeah. think it's four. Cool. Four yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, three or four. 
Um, someone might fact check me, but That's I'm pretty right, sure whatever. I've heard it four yeah. times. How so. many times? Have a drinking game. So, yeah. Yeah, there you go. How many times did she actually say? Was it on one hand or two? Yeah, there we go. Uh, it's. I feel like it was one. That's yeah. fine. Maybe Maybe I will have to listen through and edit again. Yeah, Who knows? Fuck. But yeah, no, that's fine. Um, yes. Anyway, uh, you just want you just want to sort your shit out, yeah. and you don't want to hurt any other anyone else. Yep. And it's about being better and fixing that. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Solid. That's exactly what it's about, Shane. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. I do. I do. Thanks love for some clarifying s- that. Yeah. You're welcome. I'll There's get a little you bit to write of a, all the little blurbs now. Just just a little <laughs> bit of a PGS touch to it. Yeah, gotta, love I gotta, it. I got to try that every now and then because yep. you know just. Got to try. Got to try. Stretch that vocab, mate. Got to, yeah. <laughs> Look, otherwise I'll be saying the same shit over and Absolutely. over again. Absolutely. And I, I'm always paranoid about that too. Just Oof. podcasting and talking. And you the know. same stuff. Yeah, over yeah. and over again. Do you, you don't want back? that. Sometimes it depends. Yeah. Sometimes otherwise, it's not good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I overthink way too much. Yeah, I'm like, I've got to talk about this yeah. next time. You yeah. just try and do it in the flow, man. Yeah. Anyway, yep. Yeah. Thanks again for coming on nah, Instagram, Facebook. You can check them out on any platform that's out there, guaranteed. Have you got any shows coming up before we finish up? Yes. Uh, the Soon. other festival is one I know that, which is in March. Yep. I remember that one because I may or may not be going to this that. I'm not sure. This is the stuff I should be writing down. Yeah. Yeah. The next one we got coming up is at Burley Bazaar, I think. Yeah. Um, which is in like a week or so. Yes, that is. That's like the fourth or fifth of Feb. Yeah. But by this come, by the time this comes out, you'll have played it. So I bet absolutely. it was a fucking banger. And it would have been a ripper show. Yeah, will absolutely. Have, would have will have been a ripper show by then. Mel C came back and did an encore. She did. We sang um, <laughs> "To Become One." Yeah, and I, it was the naked behind the chair things, just me and her choreographed. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So shows are still flowing again, which is fantastic. Yeah, flowing New is a, music's a solid coming. Word. Yes. You know, still the same platforms. All they haven't right. changed since we set them last. Yep. Thanks again so much for coming Thanks, on, Shane. Tegan. We'll we'll finish her up now. You can have a listen, wind down, have a good rest of the week whenever you decide to listen to this and just take care of one another, eh? Yeah. Too much crazy shit's happening. Much love. Enjoy.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.